Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, Alex Coons, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everybody know that Clickstoff is brought to you by Trollandtoad.com, world's largest HeroClix retailer. Find HeroClix new and old on Trollandtoad.com and use coupon code Clickstoff for 5% off your HeroClix order. Um, if you like what you're listening to today on Clickstoff, check us out Patreon.com forward slash Clickstoff. Dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. Five dollars and above gets entered into our Discord channel for HeroClix strategy and tactics discussion. And joining me tonight is Jason North of Richmond Alvey. Hello, hello. He's really good, Jason. He is really good. J- I, J- I like that song quite a bit. Jason and I are uh, all of our Anthony stands now. Yeah. So, uh, and then secondly, joining me, joining us tonight is Alex. Is a stand-up dad. Does not take the King Killmonger from his son's birthday packs, and is really great dad for doing so. Coos. I'm glad my son is not old enough to hear this podcast to know that I have looked in his boosters to make sure he gets something good and he knows like I hope he doesn't listen and somehow gets spoiled because his birthday's not for like three to four days so you might want to provide and if you want to provide some context there is uh, uh... yeah so yeah it's my son's birthday I do this from all my kids if I buy them hero clicks the worst feeling is when you get some cool hero clicks and it's like you open a booster and they're all rares and they're like not great rares so i try to when i buy some boosters i try to peek in them or like with avengers 60 if you guys didn't know this they're very easy to open because they don't use glue anymore they use the tape so you could just undo the tape a little bit and just open it peek in close it and seal the tape back really really bad for people looking to try to steal but great for dads who are trying to look into boosters and be like okay i bought four boosters two of them had rares i wanted to make sure he at least got a super rare and the one i looked in had a king killmonger and so i'm like okay that's gonna be good um and if it's usually a piece i want or something that's worth money i usually also offer to sell the piece for them because i know they'll probably break it so i will do the same for him i will say listen you can have your king killmonger or I can try to sell it. It's going for like a hundred bucks right now, I guess. Double that. So I could, yeah, I could sell it and I will give you the money. Like, just you will have the money to buy whatever you want. Um, that is what my middle child did when he pulled a unicorn Deadpool one year, and he pulled an Emperor Gladiator the other day, other year too. So like, he got a Switch out of it, like a Nintendo Switch, because <laughs> he pulled great and. <laughs> I was like, listen, you're going to just break that unicorn. Like, I know you will. Instead, here's a nice switch, and he's gotten so much more use out of it. So all you dads out there with young kids with hero clicks, I recommend that's the way you do it, because you could also end up with some good figures for yourself um, if you want to trade them. But 
There'll be one day, Alex, where they're like, they'll need that King Killmonger for their own team. And you're trying to put together, what, five sets of MOE chases? Yeah, I'm hoping four, when he gets... Four, a, four, ki four kids and then yourself, right? Right. How old was Isaac when he was winning things again? Uh, I mean... Eleven. How old is he today? Um... So, he was like 11, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he won the first Rock World Championship, of his, the one, first one that he won at 11 years old. Mm. So. Then my son might keep it. He's turning 12. Yeah, there you go. So. He's ready to go. Bring him to yeah. Memphis. He's ready to play. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. yeah getting, getting that five sets of MOE is going to be hard. Ooh. Yeah, you know what? He could take an extra year before he just starts playing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I had it bad enough with just, you know, trying to get Sam and I, you know, really good meta teams or competitive teams. But, uh, no, you're going to have to get five sets of that kind of stuff, Alex, soon. Uh, I'll just be like, here, son, here's this character called Apocalypse. Um, you could play him at 295. And you only need one of them. Yeah. And you'll probably be okay. You'll probably do decently well. <laughs> That'd be funny, though, entering all four of your kids and yourself into worlds and... <laughs> trying to come up with five teams total. Hey, if I end up being top four with me and the kids, how like dominating would that be to be just a top four of just one? Yeah, uh, I mean that's a that's a, uh, a legendary uh, feat, I think. <laughs> Dynasty yeah. right there, but you know what? Dynasty, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Sam and I. Tried to do a legendary feat at Gen Con, but weren't so successful. Which is what we're here today to talk about at Gen Con. And I want to go ahead and just get my rant out of the way. Um, pulp annoys me. Why is that, Daniel? Good. Thank you, Alex, for doing that even, albeit forced. Um, so, on Thursday, I go through my qualifier. I play, you know... Uh, you know, kind of competitive event, you know, top tier meta, you know, have a really great fun time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's, so we're recording this on Saturday, but there's been a thread on players and collectors about, you know, how do, how do competitive player handle takesy backsies? And pretty much all of the. Well, I read the yeah. train wreck of a thread. Yeah. But all <laughs> of, but pretty much all of the <laughs> players with titles and event wins were saying, yeah. You just, you know, just take it back and get it done right. They want to see players play at their most optimal and win at their most optimal. It's kind of the consensus from the players that win. So, round one of the Pulp event. I sit down. Nice guy so far. I, you know, he, I go first. We're on Wakanda. I do some silly, I do some setup stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He does a setup thing. And... I end up needing to, uh, I'm going to have to blow up a wall and then running shot with Karima. So I notice I'm one square off from my, I, I did all my movement and I hadn't done anything else. I was getting ready to go shoot the wall. And I was like, oh wait, I need to move forge into a different position. And he was like, well, you didn't say that. But, you know, so he's like, but he, so there was a pause. He's like, but you didn't, you didn't leave it there. And I'm like, are we going to play that way? He's like, no, no, you go ahead and move it. And 
And I'm like, mother fricker. The first round of the all-inclusive pulp hero clicks for competitive hero clicks for every man somebody wants to move me into a gotcha because of one square of movement i hadn't done anything else no dice were rolled i hadn't even completed that action really and wants to move me into a gotcha and i'm like are you fucking kidding me so at any rate he does let me take it back moral of the story is he does let me take it back and then the point is, his next turn, he has the common storm that does the knockback in every direction or whatever. You can choose the direction mm -hmm. of the knockback. Well, he moves it back. He does the thing. And I'm like, before he does, you know, he goes and does something, getting ready to do something else. And I'm like, hang on, wait a minute. That storm only has five range, or it was one less range than he was out. And I'm like, you need to move her somewhere else. And he was like, okay, okay. All right, that's fine. I'll move her here, and I'm like, just remember. And I told him, I told him this. I was like, just remember, if you hadn't let me take that thing back last turn, I would have moved my Karima back, and said you were stuck. And he's like, no, man, we're cool, we're cool. I'll let you take it back. And I'm like, we are indeed cool. And then in like the round we played, what Alex, you and Jason, you were in there with me. We played four rounds, I think. And yeah, at yes. any rate, I I, w I got I ended up losing the round. It w I ended up losing the round by like five or ten points. The first one, then I played Alex. He pulse waved the shit out of my team. Mm -hmm. Whatever, mm -hmm. I lost to Alex. And then and round. Let's not, let's let's not skirt over that real quick. Hold on, let me bask well, in that just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you, you got party thored. Yeah, I did. I did whatever. Pulp. Yeah, whatever. Pulp annoys so me. whatever says the guy playing Mr. Sinister and Scarlet Witch with Wait, Moira so, McTaggart. Yeah, so your pulp your pulp meta has completely narrowed to just playing a fuck ton of pulse wave. So, uh, it, well, yeah. yeah, the combat it's it's literally it's literally more narrow it's more narrow than three hundred modern. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really sad with how it turned out to be honest. Yeah. So at any well, rate, uh, okay. at, at any rate, so, let me finish my story, then we can talk about pulp meta for just a moment. Okay. So okay, then go I go into round three. Me and the other dude pretty much have no chance of making top eight, which is where we got the Venoms or whatever. And then he he goes, he doesn't do it, but you know, you know, he's like he let out seventy five percent of a statement, like, "Ooh, I'm going to hold you to that." And I just was like, just invisibly, like, just punching air in my just in my just whatever. Like, I'm just like. I'm playing the pulp event, and they're they're freaking like I run into two almost I run into an almost got you, and then like he almost has got you. Like to be clear, these things were so pronounced because of all of the rounds of nationals, all of the rounds of states. I played four states mm -hmm. with like five rounds apiece, like so, and then some top cuts. So twenty to twenty-five rounds of states, three rounds of nationals in the qualifier. All this summer, I had never heard a single iota a whisper of a gotcha i'm holding you to it mm -hmm. moment and then i play in pulp yeah. and then it just comes out so like it's maybe not yeah. that big a deal and there's probably folks out there that'll say well dan you should play by the rules and you know all this other stuff and i get it right but i will say this if you want to play that way it's like wrestling with a pig because when you wrestle with a pig you find out that they enjoy it. 
So, competitive players, like, I think competitive players want to have fun and want to make sure it's a game and want to make sure people play it at their best. But by gummy, if you start to hold us to things, like, and you want to play, like, a rules lawyer and a gotcha person and a holding you to it, we can do that. It won't be fun for anybody. Um, unfortunately. But, at any rate, that's not a threat or whatever. Don't take it that away, folks. But it's like... I kind of sounded like him, but it. Yeah. It did, but... Just, and the point is, the threat... <laughs> the threat or what? It's not a threat. Just The statement is, go fucking have fun. I did not have fun. Like, that guy just... Round one just instantly zapped it. Was just like... Yeah. Just instantly zapped it. Like, I'm like... And he did, you know, he took it back. We ta- fine. I don't have anything against the guy. Very nice guy. I've talked to him over the years. I've probably done trades with him. I'm not gonna mention anybody's names. Don't go try to find these folks because they very amicably, you know, didn't hold me to all that stuff. And but I'm like, I've never heard a mention of that in years in competitive hero clicks. And yeah. And so, at any rate. Um, so, Jason, I, 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 you know, you and I have practiced locally a bunch with um, Pulp, and, um, but yeah, I, I think I'm with you. The meta for um, Pulp has narrowed further than modern at this point, going into the world's Pulp event, and it's just play all of the Pulse Wave. There are some very yeah. captivating and motivating and neat and unique pulse-waving pieces out there. But if your piece doesn't do... If you're relying on a team without pulse-wave... Yeah. Don't, just don't do it. Just don't do it. It's, but how much... I, you know, I've had so much fun playing pulp at home, locally. And the pulp thing at Gen Con was the most unfun thing I did the entire time I was there. I'm so is that, is that a product of Sinister? Yeah, basically. Because ultimately it's like... Pulse wave inherently right now isn't great. Like when you I went, when I was, that's just what it is. Yeah, because when I was playing, like, because I ha- I did my team had access to pulse wave, like a lot of pulse wave, because I knew that's what I needed to get past sinister. But when I had to pulse wave, I kept thinking, man, I I don't want to have to keep pulse waving because I'm doing such little damage. Like right, like, it, and that stinks. Yeah. Like I want to like play like Hulk. It looks like smashes shit, right? Right. So I want. So what? I want smashy pew pew. That's what I want to play when I'm playing pulp. Pulp's supposed to be like the no bullshit format, right? And it's become the most fucking bullshit. <laughs> right. So what we're trying to say is we're we're not saying it's all about pulse wave because pulse wave is good. We're saying it's because pulse wave is necessary because Moira McTaggart still exists with Sinister yeah. to make yeah. it where you can't play Hulk because they just negate what you're doing. And and, and the Scarlet Witch to a lesser extent. Sure. Now, I mean, but to be clear, that, I played that. I played the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, Sinister, Mora. But you, but you played the Pulse you played against the Pulse Wave, though. But everybody, yeah, because I played Karima thinking I was going to, you know, I think I, I thought I played Karima and Watcher and all kinds of other cool stuff because I thought I was going to have to play against Deathstrokes. And, yeah, I thought it was gonna be at, all Deathstroke. And our sixteen no player and our sixteen player pod didn't even have a single Deathstroke in it. So but it turns out totally Deathstroke's the play. Yeah. Be- so you because so you don't have to worry about getting Mora. And I get it. I 
it's fine. They built really good teams. I'm not I'm not faulting any of the players that won. I think Scott uh, Crampton won our event, and Scott won the other pulp event in at Gen Con. I think that's a correct statement. Um, uh, Scott won both pulp events. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, yeah, Crampton won both. Yeah, and I, he played tennis too. He did, and he played. Karima, which Karima yeah. is also good, uh, somewhat good against uh, Deathstroke as well. Like I think, yeah. I think the thing with the meta is that the meta is still so new with Pulp that we are like overcorrecting to how things work. Like Deathstroke came out hot, at, like in July, like just really, really strong. Same with Blue Marvel, right? Everyone was hyping up Blue Marvel, and then Sinister started peaking back up. And Sinister with Karima is really good. Karima's Karima was probably played as much, if not more, than Sinister was because she she is by far one of the strongest pieces out there. And because she counters Blue Marvel, she helps against Deathstroke. She's just really good for seventy five points because her dial is good the whole time. Like yeah. she doesn't dip below like two damage or something. She's constantly good. So like her getting Pulse Wave, okay, she could take a couple Pulse Wave hits, but she's still trucking. She's still going to hit you for four. I know that from experience because I kept saying, all right, maybe if I hit her one more time, nope. Nope, she's still like 11 for three. Great. Yeah. Um, so it's. I think it's one where we're still adjusting. We've gone to at Gen Con trying to counter Deathstroke to the point where no one was playing Deathstroke. And now we're coming back to, okay, Sinister might be more of a problem. Let's bring back more Deathstroke. Um until obviously rotation happens and you lose Moira, which I think will really make Sinister not as effective. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. definitely. And, I mean, and you fine. lose some of the other I, key I, pieces. I, I get that, right? But the next big pulp event is not post retirement. Sure, it's at Worlds. Yeah. So I, I get that. So and and I certainly appreciate your perspective on. You know the future, and I keep that in mind. But like, I still want to go to Worlds and do a good job at the pulp event. But I think at this point, on that Friday or Thursday—sorry, not that Friday, the Thursday—I think I'm going to try to uh, play Battle Royals. And or, or is there a slop event on Thursday? I think I'm going to try to play the Exosword slop event. There's probably both. Yeah, yeah there's battle. There is. There's battle royals and an Exosword slop event. So I'm probably gonna try to play a BR and a Exosword slop. Yeah. Uh, slop. I mean, I'm, I mean, if it's gonna be full of Sinister Scarlet Witch, I don't really don't care to play Pulse. Right. Now, yeah, I, well, I, and I again, mean, I'd like to so say there's like, some really great. Like, I would just like to say shout out to Stardust. Stardust was really good. Um, yeah, I like Stardust. Yeah. Um, I yeah. will real quick before we wrap up Pulp talk talk about my team a little bit because i did get fourth in the event so like i didn't do bad i i went three and one if i hadn't lost to josafa barely in that first round i i feel like i did i did pretty good my team did have a lot of pulse wave um inherently because i played avengers with avenger swap uh, with sorry with the fantastic four swap so the main team was primarily blue marvel party thor franklin richards valeria richards Doctor Strange, and I think that was it. Um, oh, Falcon. Yeah, uh, definitely Falcon. And so having those three, funny enough, 
Blue Marvel just kind of felt meh. <laughs> like, he was probably one of the worst pieces on my team at that point. Um, the Falcon Party Thor just initial attack is just... I did that. I ultimately found doing that every game. Like, knowing that I probably am giving up 50 points to Pulse Wave, give an action token, and in the case against Daniel, roll doubles so that way I also knocked everyone back <laughs> and dealt an additional damage. Right. It's just such a good opener in Pulp. So, like, I'm probably playing the same team on Thursday because it just felt really good. I just really needed a lot more practice. The game against Josafa, I just misplaced some of my opening moves that I just left myself open. But that isn't to say that you get, if you're playing Pulp and you want to play Pulp, you shouldn't. No, I mean... You should have act, some access to Pulse Wave just because I... Sinister does exist. Can I can I change? I, I do. I really did like your team as well, Alex. Just to inflate yeah. inflate your ego a little bit more. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, probably I'll take the, it's I get. probably the team I would play. Um, so um, it'd probably be the team I play if I get convinced. I'll probably will pack it for that Thursday pull World Championship because the pricing is pretty decent for it. Um, yeah, Franklin. Franklin is still incredibly good. Being able to choose right. pulse wave, I didn't like. Also, being able to choose just charge flurry, being able to choose a lot of things on him. But honestly, Valeria is just also so let's still talk incredibly about, good. She's let's, so good. She is. Let's talk about that for a second. So, three hundred point modern age pulp team, sixty four players, twenty dollars. You get Isaac. You don't get prizing until top eight. And you get Batman and Jaro and Old Man Hawkeye. Is Old Man Hawkeye, the someone from last year, the one from last year. Came out last year, Batman and Jarl's yeah. been out for a minute. They came, they came out last year, too. and then yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very top heavy pricing. Yeah, so man, it's like if you want to play all freaking day for that, it's like man, I'd rather. Well, that's it's, a, that's it's, a that's a rough day. It's one of those where kind of like how it was at nationals. If you go zero and two, it's like if it's a four or five round tournament, it's like okay, I'm probably just dropping. I'm not gonna play through it to get an Isaac, right? I'll mm -hmm. drop, and then I'll have three hours to get two BRs in. Like that's realistic, and that's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm okay with that mindset of, man, I'm just not feeling it, or you know, I, I played, I did poorly. I really don't want to push through for these next three rounds to maybe have a chance mm -hmm. when I know I can have more fun doing the other stuff. That's perfectly okay. I did that for the Nationals qualifier. Is I ultimately decided I'm not going to make the top four. I'm okay with that. Right. I'll just go ahead and drop and just go. And play. I went and played a BR, <laughs> which was great because I got another, like, Thorg went out of it. So, yeah, it, it's I get perfectly it. okay. I, I think... There's a lot of... Unfortunately, Nationals isn't posted yet for Pulp on HC Units. I probably need to look into talking to Clay about that. Um, right. Because that would be good to have that info up there as well going into Worlds. Yeah. But, so, I yeah, mean, it's you... like... So, it's like at the end of the day... And so, the only other thing I wanted to add was just like... I would say your team doesn't need to have some access to Pulse Wave. Your team needs to have like... 200 points of pulse waving stuff 
and then like a falcon, a TK, a perplex, and a prob to handle the rest of it. It's, I, what I will say is, you either need to have like you like you just said, or you need to have a counter for Karima. That can that also has to deal with sinister. Yeah, because most of these teams has Karima as, hey, this is my main damage. So if you're able to say, okay, I can't take out these sinisters, I don't have enough pulse wave, but I have a way of mitigating Karima a bit. Then you're gonna be into you're gonna have forced the sinister player to have to start making moves they probably don't want to make. Yeah, because they're I get relying it. on Karima to go do some things. I don't know how you just plain out like do that with Karima unless you just have a lot of like very good at blocking, like making a barrier or something. But right. yeah, I, uh, Marvella. Yeah, Marvella's good. Marvella's good. Mary Jane is good. Star uh, Sapphire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do, do not. Yeah, don't forget about the paparazzis. They're still. Yeah. Uh, Josafa had those. They were the most annoying pieces. I had to play yeah. against because they were just there all the time. Well, they're really good with pulse wave on your team because you just like double token them up and kill them and make new ones. And. <laughs> yes, he he was able to make Mary Jane do the power action. I think four times. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. That's what happened to me in yeah. my third round. Um, Joe Ruffing was able to just stardust his pogs and do it all, and he kept Karima pretty much in control. Uh, or kept Karima. What am I trying to say? He kept Karima double tokened almost the entire mm-hmm. uh, the entire game. So. Kind of sucked. Yep. Kind of sucked. But. Yep. Um, but it's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like I'm too much of a Debbie Downer on the whole pulp thing because I know it's the everyman format and all that stuff, right? I'm not going to, like, yuck anybody's yum here because everybody's excited about it, but. <laughs> just, you say it with such a nice voice. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not. Not insensitive. I get it. It's the everyman format, and you know, I I get it. I would say, you know, all the detractors will say, "Well, now you get to see what real hero clicks is like." Dan, it's like, no, I got to see one of the most narrow metas that I've seen since the, since the, since the yeah. Felix Faust D twenty days. If you just get rid of Moira. I think it pretty much makes it way better. But that's not until after world. So if you'd like to try I for know, the, I know, I, I get it. I know. I'm well. I'm just saying. So, there could be other pieces people just aren't thinking about or aren't looking at. Like it, it's, it needs more work. But, but hey, you know what? Gen Con in general, though. Gen Con in general, one of went, my most favorite. Gen Con in general went really well for us. Yeah, um, fun. So, um, we, um. We had the Clickstaff house. We did. We had the. I was yeah. trying to think of where to start. Right. So we got up. All got up there Wednesday. We had a good supper. Checked into the Clickstaff Airbnb, which was really which nice. Was fantastic. Which was really nice to have, and mm-hmm. um, we ate at a good burger place for supper, and then we got up Thursday. Went down to the con. Um, Jason, you quali- you, tr- you attempted to qualify on Thursday. Um, 
and then I did, and Alex, your qualifier is on Friday. So, like I said, I went through my qualifier. I'll just briefly talk about my qualifier. I um, went in, and um, I went 2-0 the first two rounds. I played uh, Brody from Canada. It was really nice to meet Brody. I appreciated uh, meeting and chatting with him. And um, then I played against uh, Jackson Smith. Uh, I was playing Prime Spider-Man, and I wiped Jackson in round two. And then round three, I played TJ Wheeler, and TJ and I were playing the exact same team down to the very last tee, as in we had them copy and paste our build sheets. Um, like literally... Quick stuff team member, TJ Wheeler. Yeah, TJ Wheeler, yeah. So TJ and I, did I say that? Who did I say, PJ or TJ? You said TJ, but just to clarify... Oh, yeah, yeah, TJ Wheeler, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, the current team world champion, TJ Wheeler, team world champion... Yeah. Uh, TJ Wheeler. Um, yeah, we just made copy and paste of each other's build sheets. Um, so I was playing Scarlet Witch, Masters of Evil, Sakari and Iron Man, Venom Magneto, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I was able to qualify. Um, and then Sam and I played DC Deck Building. Sam is much better at TCG games than I am. Um, but we did have a good time playing the Injustice DC Deck Building uh, so much so that we ended up buying it. So nice. Yeah, we bought the uh, we bought the um, it's fun. We bought the Kickstarter version, Jason. So we got all the extra. Oh, you did. We bought nice. we we got all the extra promos and everything. So nice. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it was super exciting to uh, qualify. Took a big sigh of relief off my. Um, off of me, out of me, right? I took a big sigh of relief and I uh, was able to enter Friday with a lot less stress. So, um, uh, we, who else wants to talk about? Let's start, let's just do day by day, Thursday. Jason, Thursday. So, well, one other thing we should mention is that the Clickstaff house was us, but we also had some guests stay with us also. Yeah, we had, um, Jay Solomon, Jay Solomon and Jackson and Smith. Jackson with. Smith. So yeah. it wasn't just purely click stuff. We had those two wonderful gentlemen that stayed with us as well. So they made the trip a lot more fun because there's a lot more entertaining talks during night or when we went to went out to oh, eat okay. and whatnot. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Jason, what about your Thursday, Jason? Yep. Um, well, I got uh, wild hair up my ass to go play Prime Spider-Man and World's Finest that I've never played before. Uh, <laughs> hair uh, up your ass, bad, indeed. Bad, bad decision, in hindsight. Uh, I had a really good game against Ken, small. Uh, I came a few seconds within beating him. I think if I'd got another one more attacking, I think I won. Probably. Uh, but he won. Really good game. Uh, so then I lost in the first round, and then as my prize for losing the first game, I got to play against uh, Isaac, uh, round two, and I went up to uh, Alpha Hit Scarlet Witch, and then I missed one of the attacks, and then I died. <laughs> oof. Yeah. Oof, yeah, oof. Missed by one. Uh, so that was that. And then, uh, I got to play uh, Joe Pancrazio in the third round. We had a fun game. We were both out of the tournament at that point. Uh, so uh, 
I learned that the Prime Spider-Man does not like to fight mystic pieces that uh, take uh, hard to kill. Uh, so uh, that was, but we had a fun game. I, I enjoyed it, yeah, and that was important. all I did. So, yep. You made it so, sound like that. Uh, you made it sound like that. Well, that's all I did. <laughs> yeah, you uh, all, you all did, did it on Thursday. That's all you did on. Well, you also you had your Lorcana, right? So. Then I, got, then I got to play Disney Lord Canada, and that was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, got my starter deck, had fun. Yeah, uh, so glad I did that. Uh, that, that was my Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Alex? Then we, had, then, we had, then we had wings that night, so that was good. Yeah, we did our typical yep. uh, Thursday oh, night uh, Buffalo Wild know. Wings trip. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was near, our, that was near the Clickstaff house, so that was, uh, that was going fantastic. Yeah, so my yeah. my my Thursday was so going into Gen Con, I had my attention split to all three WizKids games: Onslaught, Dice Masters, and Hero Clicks, because I wanted to do this challenge that I came up with a Try Wizard thing, uh, Try WizKids tournament. And so Thursday was going to be was mainly my Onslaught day. Uh, so I had my qualifier with Onslaught. It was built very much like the hero clicks one where like top four make it to nationals uh onslaught hasn't been out that long and has not been advertised that much so there was only four of us in the morning qualifier but i did qualify for nationals for onslaught it is a very fun game if anyone out there's like on the fence about it it is fun i mean i had a really good time on thursday i played that qualifier in the morning played three rounds um until we cut it and then I had, kind of like Jason, I had a, I happened into a Lorcana Learn to Play, which I'm eager to play that game too. I'm now like in such a big board game, hero clicks, like I'm just soaking it all in still from Gen Con and afterwards. Um, but I played that Lorcana game, which was a lot of fun, got my, my starter deck. And then that afternoon, that evening actually, I had an Onslaught kind of like a, a side scenario called to the death but i was the only one that signed up for it um so instead of playing it they were nice and said listen instead of going this like here's what you would have gotten from it from playing in it like you got certain like minis or something so they were nice to give me that because i then went and met up with jason we like ran into each other at the, mm-hmm. the hall and so we went and went to b-dubs early because you guys are still finishing your your justice uh in, the um dc deck builders DC deck building, yeah. and, and so we kind of just went through all our lorcana cards and yep uh, started sleeving them i will say like at this gen con last year i found myself like it was my first gen con ever and so i was kind of bewildered by the whole experience like i just didn't know what to take in this year i found myself like more like i was a lot busier with events but i found myself with more time like I had more time to explore like the dealer's hall because I ran through it at least like five to six times. It was odd. Like it was odd how my time was just better prepared. I, I, I don't get why, but my Thursday was, I didn't play any hero clicks on Thursday. Um, that was my point. Cause I knew Friday and Saturday, I would probably be doing like my qualifier on Friday and then like BRs and stuff. But, we ended the night with um, good food, poor service. Yeah, 
Yeah. No oh, man, the Vitos was good though. It did. It was Vito, very tasty. The Vitos was good. Yeah. The food was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So my Friday, I think I pretty much summed up a lot of my Friday. Uh, with the pulp event, um, I had you know I went to the dealer hall, did some other stuff, um, but uh, mainly mainly played pulp. Um, and helps support Sam as Sam played two qualifiers on Friday uh, to qualify for national. So I'm super proud of Sam for um, getting in her uh, qualification for Nats and um, making top 16, which is the the best she'd ever done at a major event like that. Yeah, so, uh, congratulations yeah. to Sam. Yeah, so Sam's won you know multiple WKOs and. Super qualifiers and all that other stuff, but uh, hadn't quite been able to make it over the hill for nationals. So um, now, let me ask you guys: for your guys' qualifier on Thursday, did you have drops or people that didn't show? Uh, we had a full sixteen yeah. players, I think, didn't no, we? No, 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 we didn't. No, uh, I think it was uh, Matt Gretchenos and somebody that came. Oh in yeah, Matt and Matt it. and Brandon didn't get to. They didn't get to make it in because they. Uh, had that flat tire. Yeah, because I think like fourteen. Yeah, because I think almost every qualifier had oh, ended up having openings from no shows because either they like you said they had emergencies or whatever. Because I know in mine, some people didn't show up, and I feel like that was the same for the one Sam got into. Because remember, like some of the four points guys didn't make it into one of them and they were able to get into the second one that's right yeah uh, because uh, almost every qualifier just had like just one or two openings and they did like a lottery system i, I believe is how they did it uh, but for those that were wondering like oh every, all of them were full yeah all of them were full and you know some people just didn't show so if this goes around the same way next year um and you just miss out like you just can't make it uh, you know, can't get the entry light that you want. Uh, if you're going to be a Gen Con anyway, you might as well see if you can hop in one of the morning ones. You might have a chance to. That's I mean, right. Uh, Jason, how was your Friday? Oh, let's see. I started off playing BRs. Set event, played a BR, won a Venom. Um, played another BR, pulled some crap figures, got a super rare. So that was fine. Um... See, what did I do after that? I played pulp. two. Then I had. I got, I'm sorry. What? We, we you did pulp with me. Yeah, yeah I did pulp. Did pulp. Uh, that was so. That wasn't that great. Um, I prep. I prepped for uh, Deathstroke. That was totally the wrong call. <laughs> I mean, so, I, it was the right call. It was just unsurpri. It was surprising how there was none. Like, I mean, I don't was, think was anybody could anticipate. Nobody brought it. Like, you know, which is cute. shocking. Like I don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was totally surprised that there was none there at the table. Not not a single one. I couldn't believe it. But yeah. Okay. You know, I just I guessed wrong. Okay. So that didn't go well. And then I wandered around uh, looking at stuff uh, that afternoon. Um, and then we went. To, what did we? I don't remember what I did after that. We went and. Did something. The uh, so we hung we we all we, we all hung around and uh, got to do the Wizkids fan appreciation that night. Yeah. And uh, well, no, we went to we went to Kilroy's. Uh, yeah. I don't think I don't Kilroy's. think yeah, I don't think. Did you go to Kilroy's, Jason? 
No, I played Injustice that night. Yeah, you played your DC. Right. You played your DC deck building. I yeah, mm-hmm. Sam and I and Alex. Did you go to Kilroy's? No. No, I'll get to my story in a minute. Yeah, then. Uh, yeah, then we went to Kilroy's and ate supper, and then the Wiz yep. did the Wiz Kids fan appreciation, which was yeah, uh, which was great. Um, yeah. And, uh, got I pulled the, top- the kid down. I was one of booster. Pulled the kid down. That was, that was good. Um, I guess it uh, would this be so, Alex. I'll let you finish your Friday and catch up to that, and then I would like to talk about uh, what we did get to talk with um, the Wiz Kids VP of Games. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, my Friday morning was my Nationals qualifier for Hero Clicks. Um, I went in and played my Avengers swap team, which I still feel pretty good about. So, for Worlds. I don't know if I'm really going to make much changes. The biggest thing I learned is just I was just so underprepared with the team. Um, there were some things I just... Slight movements that I just wasn't prepared for. Uh, my first matchup was with Jalen's team, which um, he came in and obliterated my prime Spider-Man. I was able to kind of battle back a little bit, Um to kind of counter, like, I I took out some of his pieces. Like I, I still had flexibility. Miss Marvel with the blue ring is still great. Like she was able to make a lot of things happen. Um, but it was really my inexperience that led to a lot of it. Uh, I went into the second round playing another uh, Masters of Evil team, and just Killmonger just hit way too many, like at least five I think rolls. And I know it's a fifty-fifty, but like. There was a lot of those roles. So I went ultimately went 0-2, and I wasn't going to stick around for that because I knew in my head 0-2 means I'm, I'm not making it. Uh, so I ultimately dropped. Um, I felt okay with it because, once again, I, I qualified for Onslaught. I had Dice Masters. I, I was okay with it this this go-around. So I ended up playing in a BR. I got one in, uh, got a Thor going out of it, missed out on a Ghost Goblin. I pulled Ghost Goblin. Uh but missed out just barely on getting it. Uh, but I'll take the Thor Gwen. That's that's perfectly fine. Um, but then I played in the Pulp Tournament, as we talked about. I went 3-1. and one. Uh, Probably could have placed higher if they had actually seeded things right. Um, they found out that uh, the two undefeateds going into the last round, which was Scott and I forget who the other person was, sorry, they should have faced each other, and they did not face each other. <laughs> So going into the finals, when we, everything was done, we had two undefeateds, uh, which shouldn't have happened. Uh, but either way, I, I still got top four, and I still got a, a Venom, I got a Symbiote, so I, I was happy with it either way. So uh, leaving with a top four finish in pole and not making a Nationals, I, I called that a win, because I did much better than I anticipated in pole. So if I had if I had like washed out of both, I probably would have been disappointed. But I think my pulp performance uh, kind of made me feel better about Hero Clicks for the um, for the whole weekend, really. Right. And then I, I went around the dealer hall, and then I, I met up with Jocelyn and Rob and some of the other Dice Masters players, and kind of did a little bit of practice before we went into the fan appreciation event. Yep. So fan yep. appreciation. So um, it was very awesome of WizKids to be very open and transparent uh, during that event. Um, uh, I got to have a great conversation with Jake 
Theis, uh, who's the VP of Games for um, WizKids. And um, my, my summation of the conversation is we, I conveyed to him that the HeroClix community is very much ready for um, competitive, organized play to return and um, that we would support it that if there was any way that the community could help or that myself could help him uh, help with kids out with that uh, that we would be more than happy to do so um, the community is eager and ready to return to competitive play especially with how cruddy the pandemic was um, so what he was able to relay to me during the event was they don't have an OP manager currently um, you know, Jake was able to say that. There was, you know, several folks standing around when he said that. Um, and so I'd greatly encourage them to have an OP manager or someone assigned to that. I'm pretty sure it's probably not somebody's full-time position, but let's have that uh, return. And so... It in, could be, to be honest. It I mean, could be. I, I, you know, I, I understand. You know, I, I work in corporate America. Um, so... I guess maybe the funny part of that is, is, you know, y'all listening to the podcast and, you know, Jason and Alex, y'all get to see my fun side, right? Because I play Hero Clicks for fun. Let's, let's remind, remind that, that I play Hero Clicks for fun. And so you get to see fun, Daniel Powell, um, when he plays Hero Clicks. Um, but, um, I was able to lean on my years of corporate experience uh, to convey to Jake um, in a very problem. <laughs> so when you talk to somebody in a vice president role or executive type role, um, you make sure to relay things to them in a problem and solution manner because uh, typically folks in that role don't have time to think, to, to listen to your problem and come up with a solution. They want to... Yeah, exactly. They want to hear 100%. your... They want to hear your problem and hear your solution in the same sequence of thoughts. Um, so Ideally, it was, it, was like, it, was, it was just like turning on a switch. You should have seen him. But <laughs> piggyback off that, ideally, solutions that does not cost them money or time. Yes. Like so, if you're if you're conveying a solution to someone from as an outside source, typically you want to say, "Here's a, the problem. Here's the most efficient." an affordable method of fixing that yep yep you got it so um again i was able to do that and i, and I you know so uh, was able to convey to jake in the the best way with the best words i knew how to say hey let's do a return to organized play we are ready for it as a community we will support you um and you know he gave some positive words that you know they do intend on doing that now, does that mean he didn't say specifically WKOs and that kind of stuff? Um, you well, know. Although we did specifically mention WKOs. We did. We did. Let's be very, yeah, we did. Um, very specifically mentioned WKOs um, and that sort of thing. But he um, he didn't um, um, say that that no, was going But we very specifically was, mentioned WKOs. We very specifically mentioned the World's Prizing. Um, as needing to be uh, improved and um, you know 
but we were also thankful to him that they have the event in Memphis and how great that ends up being um, as an event. So you got to be able to thank them and um, you know talk about improvements. So, but yeah, yeah Jason, he, he I, Jason, he was nice of him to stop and talk to us on his own. He did that. He just came up and talked to us. We didn't approach him. He approached us. Yeah, he approached us initially, he, and then that's why we talked to him. We, we talked to him. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think from an organized play perspective, uh, the conversation that I got to have with Jake was about as positive as a conversation as you could possibly have. And, um, but the yeah. rest, the rest of the presentation went really cool. Uh, what do we see? Disney plus so, next phase. Right. Um, so real quick, uh, for those that didn't follow, doesn't follow us on Facebook and hasn't seen the slides, basically to sum up everything that happened in fan appreciation, there was a 45 minute delay because they didn't have the right adapter. That's where we got it. Also outside of Dan and the individual talking, there was basically an open Q and a with Jake about, and uh, some of the other, uh, WizKid staff about basically any questions, uh, that they could answer about onslaught dice masters, uh, hero clicks, all of that. Right. Um, by the time they find the adapter, they kept going because it was only supposed to be an hour event. We lasted an hour and a half. Like no, I think just... I think we they started at eight, and we didn't really walk out of there until ten thirty. Um, I seem yeah. to maybe I think it was closer to two than it was to an hour and a half. I is yeah, it is a two hour event. Sorry, it was a two hour event, but yeah, it went beyond. Yeah, because um, they they squeezed everything in at once, but we got to hold a lot of the cool. Um, figures from Wheels of Vengeance. The uh, like they had some of the chases. The new peanut, the new peanut base is not mm-hmm. a peanut anymore. Right. It's more of a oval. Is that a, yeah. a, a slice of a yeah. cylinder? A slice of a I don't know my geometry here, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So that, uh, that's going to be really the, cool. The Ghost Surfer sculpt is like amazing looking. Like yeah. I can't express how fantastic a thing looks in your hand. Yeah. Um, one big, huge takeaway, and it was a lot of concern of some HeroClix players going into it. You know, last year we onslaught was kind of the big thing coming in. They were talking about it a lot of upcoming, you know, releases for it, and there was concern of oh, is is HeroClix now playing second fiddle? Uh, Fan appreciation at Gen Con definitely showed the opposite. Yeah, um, it was there was one slide for Onslaught for an upcoming release called Frogmere. It's really cool. There was no slides about Dice Masters, and then everything else was Hero Clicks. And it was mm-hmm. they went he went into detail. Uh, we asked someone asked how is how is Hero Clicks doing, and it, believe it or not, he said from what I remember, he said that. The brick releases, you know, those type of things, they're doing how they've been doing. Um, what's really elevated Heroclix up is the Iconics brand. That's what's now making Heroclix so and so, like, more profitable. How, that's why Heroclix is doing so much better, is because now that's reaching a new market. That's reaching people that may not be wanting to play necessarily the game. They're like, oh, this is, this is Wolverine laying down with the picture. That's awesome. And that's a new gateway. Because those are selling out before they even get to the stores, right? Uh, and so they showed slides. There's a new Iconics every single month, 
uh, until May of 2024, and that's there's probably one every single month beyond that. So every single month we're getting a new Iconics, and then we are getting a new set basically every two months, maybe three. Um, so it is definitely we kind of went into Gen Con a little concerned about the future. Uh, we felt good about how states went, but that fan appreciation really kind of showed where WizKids is definitely committed to hero clicks in general whether or not you want to say for competitive there's so many sets coming out we know of four we know of course notorious we know a wheels of vengeance we have disney plus next phase if you see just next phase that's it for whatever reason they don't have disney plus in the branding they just say marvel next phase yeah but essentially uh, it's d plus two right um and then we have the Deadpool Weapon X set, right. which they emphasize talking about. It's a lot of duo figures in that. Um, and the big picture was like Wolverine and Deadpool, you know, mm-hmm. not holding hands, but, you know. Uh, but yeah, like after that... Um, well, they said that there's also a unnamed DC set. Yes, they put fears aside of everyone saying, well, I mean, it doesn't change the fact one DC set a year, but it does alleviate because DC is always the one everyone's like, well, when are we going to get another one? Uh, There is definitely, um, they've said there's one coming. It's going to be after the Deadpool Weapon X one. And I remember someone did ask about, like, when are we going to get colossal figures, bigger figures for DC? And they didn't confirm it, but they said they were definitely on board with it. They seem, uh, they seemed very receptive of like things that they are very much looking at. What is succeeding in sets? What is causing maybe sets to sell better? What is just working better? And they try to start adding that to each set or try to make it work both ways. It, it was very the Q and A was very very useful. Um, it should have happened a lot sooner. Right. Uh, but it was great. I, I remember leaving Fan Appreciation feeling great for HeroClix. Not so great for Dice Masters. Like, really bad for Dice Masters. Um, and I felt better for Onslaught after I talked to the business manager after the meeting. Um, but what's funny is we saw all that we saw knowing that Worlds is around the corner when they have another Fan Appreciation where they typically show more information. And they alluded to that a little bit, that there is a lot of stuff they can't, you know, say yet. But it's probably going to be at Worlds to to release and show, or be in the cabinet, you know, that we yep. see and take pictures of with no dials or whatever. So, it was exciting. Yeah, I thought so. Very good fan appreciation event. Um, so then we went. So we can. So I want to probably skip Saturday for the moment, and then talk about Sunday. Sunday was the first time, Jason, or at least Jason, it was the first time I had ever played on um, Sunday. On Sunday. And uh, see, mm-hmm. yeah, Sunday at Gen Con, and um, that was a very fun and a great time to do so. Um, so I played in the silver, uh, the theme event that was silver aged and, um, had a just grand old time doing it. Ended up getting second, um, due to, I don't know, me playing a fun team, 
uh, if such a thing exists. And um, so um, did that and um, had a good time. Uh, congrats to uh, Josiah for winning that one. And uh, Jason, you played four BRs and mm -hmm. had a grand old time doing that. Yep. Yep, I did. I will always enjoy BRs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's the first time I stayed all day on Sunday in years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a really good time staying all day on Sunday. That was surprisingly so. Yep, I wish I could have stayed, but I needed to get home. So <laughs> it's a six-and-a-half-hour drive for me. So for me, uh, and I had to work on Monday, I, I left pretty early in the morning and headed on back home and I made it back at a pretty good time like 4 o'clock or something like that yeah. wow we did we made really good time too even better yeah, yeah. Um, I mean we were back by like 4pm well that was central yeah. time Alex is on eastern time yeah so. yeah, yeah. yeah well I mean you guys live what like how far of a drive is it for you uh, like uh, two and a half, half nah, two yeah. and a half two and a half three to my house yeah um so, um, Saturday, um, top 16 of world, or nationals. Um, and I'd like to go ahead and just point this out, um, Eric Adams. How many I told you so's did Daniel Powell give out on the ride home after warning about Prime Spidey? Um, I, I feel like... Zero? Well, <laughs> it was just Jason and I in the truck. Um, I feel like I only need to say one, right? Like, so we went into that episode a couple episodes ago. Like, I broke down all the stuff that Prime Spider-Man does. And guess what? Prime Spider-Man fucking won Nationals. Congratulations to Alex Mater for a fantastic job um, going through the National Championship. I think he qualified on Friday or Saturday and was completely undefeated the entire event um so big ups to alex uh he's out of south dakota um we will be having him on the show as soon as we can get him our schedules lined up he's not a facebook person so i do have him on uh discord and i'm able to uh communicate with him but he's a busy person just like most of us are uh coming back from one of these events um but um you know, all of the top 16 is on hcunits.net. Um, notable things well, from don't the... Don't forget... What? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, don't forget Mission Point made the final. Well, I, I was going to get there. Um, I was just going to say notable things from the top 16. Um, Mission Point's made second place. Congratulations to LTVH. Um, mm -hmm. And um, out of the eight of the 16 teams... Uh, eight of the 16 teams included Scarlet Witch. How many How many teams in the finals had Scarlet Witch? Um, zero. Zero. Oh, zero. She's fine then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this I, is the first time she's not won a major event in two years. <laughs> well, a year. She's only been out for, you know. Well, in two separate, 22, 23, right, since she's been out. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but there was eight of them. Um, and half the field was Scarlet Witches. So, um, talking about going into Worlds, Scarlet Witch, she's really good. We've been saying it. Um, you know, 
but you know what I, I i did get to talk to brian gailey quite a bit you know a lot of folks did appreciate very much appreciate brian being active at the booth um or being active out there at the play area um he did a wonderful job listening to the whole community um you know participating with us um and listening to our complaints and stuff and i was like brian look and I say this a little bit jokingly. This is what I told Brian. I was like, Brian, I say this a little bit jokingly. Scarlet Witch was half of your top 16 for this event. Thanos was not this much at Worlds. Was not this much at other events. And he got hit with the band hammer, the, the, the errata hammer, fucking twice. Now we're going into... A worlds where, by the way, Scarab still exists. Scarlet Witch still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, Prime Spider-Man's a thing because he can auto-equip that Necro Sword. Again, I go back to the previous round of equipment was not appropriately costed to be auto-equipped. Um. Things like Billy Clubs and Symbiotes. Those things were appropriately powered and costed to be auto-equipped. Necrosword was not. Um, so what did I say? Prime Spider-Man, Scarlet Witches. Um, and guess what? LTVH cracked the code on mission points. He almost yeah, won nationals did. with mission points. He, yeah, yeah, we did. He, we point on mission points now? Huh? All right. Have we hit the tipping point on mission points now? I, yeah, he, we did. We did. And let's be yeah. clear. So Jason yeah. and I, t- I talked about this. Now, I watched Lucas's games. Dial H for Heroclix recorded his top four in finals game. Now, his team does not require as much interaction, requires less interaction with a team than Thanos did. Now, Lucas might tell me that I'm wrong if he listens to the episode or whatever. But no, I mean, at the end of it all, his he still played Judgment, pre-errata, post-errata, still played Judgment. If he flips his cards, he does his perplexes, he does his healings, none of that requires it. And then his other mission cards, his other mission point cards were based on, uh, I'm going to look it up here real quick, were based on what? Um, perplexes and outwits. Let's look it up. He had, queen, he had Queen of Pentacles, Eight of Swords, Queen of Cups, Three of Wands, and Judgment. Uh, queen of Pentacles was can only move in direct paths. Yeah, that was the one that. Um, Smoke Cloud was Eight of Swords. Yeah, so he had on his team Dark Side with the Dark Hold, so he forced, you know, knockbacks um, characters to gain mission points. So that's a big one. That's a pretty straightforward deal. So that doesn't require much interaction, right? You just knock them back. Um, and you could do that with regular attacks. And Dark Side goes through elevated and characters. Then you had the Indigo One, who's the healing one, gains mission points with healing, so he's doing that up and down. The Watcher, right, is the fellow that can get the, get the healing going on with himself. And... Uh, then Frogman doesn't have to interact with the opponent other than being close to him. Just force blasts them. Um, 
gains mission points for Darkseid, right? At least I'm thinking that, right? If at least one character gained one mission point, uh, does Frogman gain mission points some way with Darkseid? Is that is that the interaction? He does all, he does all the knockbacks, right? Doesn't he does knockbacks. I don't know if he does it to his own people, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. Does does uh, Frogman gain mission points for when a friendly character... No, no, Frogman doesn't have anything with Oh, yeah, 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 he does. Here it is. When a friendly character knocks back one or more opposing characters, if at least one character they knocked back hasn't been knocked back this turn, gain one mission point. So Frogman <laughs> gains mission points for Darkseid. Okay. Yeah, Frogman itself doesn't have mission points. That's yes. right, but Frogman gains them for Darkseid. Right. Uh, he gains them by knocking back opposing. That's right. And then um, ba Prime Batman is just a really good piece. Barrier, Smoke Clouds, carries the team. Uh, pretty sure he has the Green Lantern team ability. Yeah, he does. Um, you know, Construct, Stop Signs. Let's be clear. Um, Lucas's team also did a whole bunch of good work with the other mechanic in Modern that's kind of busted. That's mission or uh, fucking stop signs. Um, and then the last one was the Riddler. That was the one I wasn't too familiar with. So um, perplexed, but can be used regardless of line of fire. When the Riddler uses the target opposing characters after resolutions, give that character a puzzled token. Uh, when a character within range with a puzzled token would be targeted by Perplex, roll a d6. Remove One, remove puzzled tokens. Two through four gained one mission point for each puzzled token on that character. Five through six, the use of Perplex has no effect and gain one mission point. Um, so we had the Sinestro Core Ring on Frogman, so there was his one Perplex. Riddler, um, has Perplex. Um, now I'm just kind of looking for all the Perplex pieces on his team. Uh, Darkseid had the Dark Hold, so he could use Perplex. Um, the Watcher can use Perplex with regardless of Line of Fire. Um, so that's a thing. Um, so did one of his, um, do any of the tarot cards gain mission points from Perplex? No, they don't, do they? So his only tarot card that was going in there was Judgment. At least according to HC units. I thought there was a Perplex one. Um, <laughs> isn't there a... Isn't there a, isn't there a tarot card with isn't there a tarot card with mission points that deals with perplex? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, you might be thinking of like mystery cards that deal with perplex. No, I'm pretty sure. Well, you're thinking with a double perplex, you know, page of no, wands or whatever it is. No, no, no. I, hold on, this is a good time to talk about all this. This is the main beef of, or not the main meat of our episode, so. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure there's another there's a tarot card like when an opposing character uses perplex gain mission points I don't think it is if it's one it would probably be in the X of Swords not the OP that sounds like something we had early on and 
didn't use. I feel like a lot of those ones were in the, the original set. Uh, Perplex is what? Wands? There's people screaming, by the way, in their mics right now listening to this. Um, saying, oh. Violent attack rolls doubles, gain a mission point. That was the Lovers. Um, so the Lovers was an Arcana. Uh, when a character attacks, that controller gains a uh, gains a mission point for each time attack. Reroll by an opposing attack. That's one. Of course, judgment. We know what that does. Um, it probably. I don't stand, think okay, so. When, when a standard character breaks away, that character's uh, controller gains a mission point. That's temperance. Okay, maybe they're you're just... Ta you're talking about it's the moon when an opposing character uses perplexity. That's what it point. is. They're all arcana. Okay. They're all arcanas. They're not in... Yeah, major, major arcana, yes. Yeah, they're not in the they're not in the regular uh, suites. So that's why... Yeah, so suits. you would have to play a second set of all the ones like, to play the second one, right? Did he play the moon? He no. Play no, he played judgment. He just played judgment. So that, judgment. that's why he didn't play those other arcanas. Um was just he wanted to make sure the judgment the judgment's probably the most reliable one um, yeah because your opponent your opponent could just choose to not use perplex that's right yeah to, yeah to so, help your case but yeah if they were just in the regular suits then that would make more sense to play them right um so but i mean lucas was a map roll away so lucas lost initiative and had to go was put on a short map and then his tarot cards were pulled in the wrong order. Uh, you know, whatever, it's random. So they didn't come up in the order that he needed. Um, and he had some bad rolls. But he still got up to 10 mission points before Prime Spider-Man just went, yeet! Uh, yeah, so to back up, so I was looking at what it says on HE units for the top 16 yeah. of the tournament. Um, to back up some of the numbers... Uh, there were only five switches in top 16. Um, that doesn't sound right, but... Uh, there was TJ and you. Yep. Sam. Yep. So you make up three of them. Yep. Ken Small. Yep. And Isaac. And that was it. Okay, so maybe there wasn't eight, there's just five, I mean, but still. I mean, yeah, that, that's well, eight. that's a... That's a, it's a difference from half the field to a third of the field. That's, there a, was, that's a commanding majority when it comes well, to the number of... Well, let me counter that by also saying what other pieces were played most. The Obviously, Sakarian and Iron Man saw the most play at 9 out of top 16. Mephisto comes in next at 8. As does Masters of Evil Chases. I just If they had a Masters of Evil that was swapping, I counted that. So those kind of went hand in hand. They saw eight. eight. Half the field played Mephisto and Masters of Evil. Yep. Um, seven, Venom Magnetos were played. Six, Carnage Silver Surfers. That's six individual teams. Isaac had two, I believe. Um, I, don't think that Prime... was, I don't think that was Isaac's build. Isaac played, Isaac played Prime Spider-Man. So I don't, I'm, I don't know if... He tried to qualify against in the first one with Scarlet Witch. Two yeah, he played Prime Spider-Man. So I, I think, I think they got the wrong, wrong, the wrong build for. I don't. You know what? He switched. I'm sure he switched. So, almost everybody played their same team, and um, 
So he switched to what? Just Prime? Prime Spider-Man MOE. Okay, so that's one less Arcan uh, uh, Scarlet Witch. Right. And one more Mephisto and MOE, potentially? Right. So, I, I, yeah, I would say my, my point is Scarlet. we're still entering a world's meta with Scarlet Witch. Now, the Scarab deal. Scarab, you're going to say, well, Scarab didn't make top 16. Well, PJ and Adam played the meme team that we had come up with for Indiana States, and they just hadn't played it before. Adam almost qualified. So did PJ. Um, I am probably looking, also looking at playing the four scarabs with Commissioner and Giganta, uh, like Adam played uh, for Worlds. Um, it just, mm. it just is. Man, that's gonna be fun. Boy, it sure is. You know what? You know, PJ, I was, I was waffling back and forth with PJ, and uh, at the at nationals, and you know what he said to me? Dan, he said, "Dan, you don't have to move." And I said, boy, that does sound like fun. Um, just outwit everything, start blasting, knocking it back, making rookies, making rookie, um, just outwitting through Power Cosmic, knocking them back, shooting them for one, pinging them, mind controlling through everything, except for characters with the radioactive clay. Um, it does, Jason, but it just does sound like fun. My point is, in all this, I meant that uh, sarcastically. Yeah, I I'm also providing a small layer of um, uh, sarcasm here too, just to be clear. Um, the point is, rotation should have happened before Worlds, and if rotation is going to going to be deep, like we theorized, like we said, you know. D, D plus, you know, is going to be the last set out, right? X of Swords would be the oldest set in Modern. We've theorized that, um, you know, a few episodes ago. Um, that's fine. Just make, mm. sep make September 1st rotation right before Worlds. So it's X of Swords and newer. And man, all of this just feels a whole lot better. Now there is a ton of does still, it? You you get all your powers. Yeah, it sure, sure it does. Oh gosh, yes, Alex. Yes, you get all your power. Like, look, I played Scarlet Witch. I just okay. er, I just erased powers and fucking blasted stuff. You know how good okay. it, you know how good it is when you're just like. What's your no? Because I've never your... played Scarlet Witch before, Dan. I have no idea how yeah. good Scarlet Witch is. I didn't do well and got top eight at last year's Nats with Scarlet Witch. Oh wait, yeah, I am fully aware how great she is. Yeah. Yes, it's great. To just I'm do saying that. currently she's a necessary evil against what? Uh, Masters of Evil and F Mephisto. Who wait a minute. Took... Well, what are they? What are they doing? That's like uh, so oppressive. Yeah, I would her. like. Yeah, and I just want to go ahead and just say, Masters of Evil, almost a must play. Yeah, over very, half the field. Very strong, super duper, incredibly strong. But guess what? All of those pieces allow you to use your powers, allow you to mm -hmm. play the game. Yeah, they're just very like. I don't want to hear any hate. On my boy Sakari and Iron Man, he's just a really fucking good piece. 
I, he doesn't strip your powers. I, I feel, he doesn't win. So, he doesn't win without interacting. He doesn't outwit through your power cosmic. He lets you have your powers, and mm-hmm. so all of that. I want to just answer Jason's question. What is a necessary evil of Scarlet Witch? You said you're going to answer Jason's question. No, right? no, no, no. I said you're no, going. You, 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 we want to hear your answer. answer. Oh, me. Your answer. Yes, Alex. yes, yes. Sorry. Yes, she's a necessary evil because 300.8 Pox still exists. There are still a lot of pieces that have a lot of powers. That there needs to be power erasers to a degree. If oh she goes, gosh. then some of these other pieces need to go. That's all I'm saying. I'm fine with her going. I'm worried that we are emphasizing how dangerous she is and not emphasizing how dangerous some of these other pieces are. So saying, yes, let's let her rotate, sure, but we are walking now into a meta that's probably the smallest we've had ever because we're knocking out pieces before they technically should be going. And we're going to enter a world with just these uh, Carnage Silver Surfers Masters of Evil and Mephisto, who is already dominating the meta, even with these power erasers that do help counter them. Scarlet Witch right now is still strong, but Spider-Man does counter her because he just ignores, thanks to the Necrosword, which we need to talk more about. I know it's great on him. Yeah, but... What I'm trying to say is, like, he is kind of a good counter for her because he kind of just kills her unless she defensive runes, which not a lot of people do what you do, Dan, just, effectively. No, let's just be clear. I've... My, uh, yeah. It, folks that have watched my streams and stuff know how to defensive rune. And by the way, if you're listening to Click Stuff, if you're one of our normal hundreds of listens, just mm-hmm. if Scarlet Witch maintains her current level of power... Defensive rune, negative zone. You don't have to worry about that prime Spider-Man. I didn't lose to a prime Spider-Man all of Nats. As a matter of fact, I didn't lose to prime Spider-Man. Except uh, I lost to one with the X-Men team. I lost twice to one with the X-Men team. With Scarlet Witch, though, I've never lost to a prime Spider-Man. It just it doesn't happen. I, I then I might be wrong. Then I, I mean she didn't. She was there was only five of them, and none of because made, when, how many made top eight? I don't know what the top eight placement was. Of what? Nationals. Uh, top eight was Alex Mater, Lucas, Tom Van Hollen, Isaac Berkowitz, Knight White. Um, some of these. This is like way I know top order. four. I don't TJ, know the other. Four. Yeah, yeah. TJ Robert. Okay. Um. Sorry, you made me lose count. Alex, Lucas, Isaac, Nate. There's two more after TJ and Robert. TJ, Robert. Um, I know Calder. I know Call. Uh, I, let me say, yeah, so I know who didn't. Daniel didn't. Sam didn't. Ken didn't. Jackson didn't. Alyssa didn't. Um, Was it Jalen and Josafa? I want to say John Burgess didn't make it either. Um, and Calder didn't. So it had to have been Jalen and Pat. 
Pat was on Prime Spider Man. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was. And Jalen, I don't know what Jalen was playing this time. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was on. Uh, he was on X Men. His Tyrant. Yeah, he was on Tyrant. Masters of Evil. Yeah. yeah, he was on. But he was playing with Saki. His team on HC units is. He had updated it to play with Saki and uh, swap in Jubilee if he needed to. Um, it was so it wasn't all in Tyrant. Um, so, I guess I'm just curious, like why there wasn't as many Scarlet Witches. There if was Prime Spider-Man's five. not the counter. There was, and three of them are us. So, okay, you yell five. That's five out of sixteen. There are teams with a lot more of these other pieces. So it's not as if Scarlet Witch was a majority. Prime, That's what I'm trying to say. Prime Spider-Man. That I, Prime Spider-Man. The majority of Prime Spider-Man's ability to be played really well right now is the fact that he has a Necro Sword available to him. If Prime Spider-Man doesn't have the giant reach and the ability to ignore all rollouts, right? I mean, well, he, not all rollouts. Well, he doesn't. You yeah, get one, you're, you get one through impervious. Yeah, you get right. one through impervious, and King Killmonger is still a thing. Um, but yeah, it's just it's insane, right? And so that that's my thought. So if rotation happens, as if we're talking, like it goes through Disney Plus, Prime Spider-Man is. Uh, nerfed into the ground because he really re requires the all black. He could still be good, but not nearly as effective. So we can we could say he's good, but he's not maybe not top tier unless something new comes out. At this point, I mean he's so, still probably top tier. I mean, but I don't know how effective he is if he can't get through super senses shape change, especially Spider Man related super senses. Yeah. So that leaves us with. If you look at all the pieces that are on these teams, top 16, that leaves us with APOC, Iron Silver Surfer, and the MOEs. Which is fine. All of those pieces allow you to... That's all those pieces, fine? All those pieces allow you to play the game. None of them stop you from doing anything. It's fine. So, to, to me, so, those things are all fine. Okay, uh, sure. I guess this is the reason why I'm actually kind of okay with not having a lot of big tournaments come October, November, because it's like, if we're just stuck with this and then may, whatever Notorious brings us, like, that's just gonna feel like gonna be a pain. Like, if it wasn't already aggressive, it's just gonna be even more aggressive. Because you could just do whatever you want. Smashy, smashy pee, pee That's the way it's meant to be. Sure. Very much. Heroclix wasn't made to be played. Not since Infinity okay. Challenge. And that's what you get when you have Scarlet Witch. A blank dial. Okay. And yeah, and Alex, at the end of the day, like, I, I, I don't want to just... I mean, we're here on the Clickstoff podcast, and we're talking about the Clickstoff team members, what all we played. Yeah, guess what? We're, we, we are pretty... You know, we're pretty good Heroclix players, last I checked, you know, not to pat ourselves on the back, but yeah, we took three of the five Scarlet Witches mm -hmm. to top 16 of Nats. Yeah. So I don't, I don't understand I, what your problem is with, with stuff that, like, doesn't... Alright, so... Uh, no, no, so all, like, no, all, all I want to say is, like, I want to make sure when we're going into Worlds and we're talking to our listeners that we don't somehow not emphasize how dominant Mephisto and the Masters of Evil are. So, like, I think yeah, we, yeah. we so, talk about them, that's what we need to focus on, because you're right, Scarlet Witch 
No, yes, no, no, no. She so does crazy things. We'll talk about. I want to talk about it in a different way. Okay. So you're approaching it as a kind of ignore Scarlet Witch because MOE is more prevalent. Well, no, that's the problem. MOE is a 80 point support engine that is one of the most efficient support engines that HeroClix has ever seen. They made Scarlet Witch better. They made Scarlet Witch better. The 80 points of MOE is your support engine. Okay. So mm -hmm. that's different than saying they are, the, the problem is is that they are supporting Prime Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch, by making them yeet machines more so than they already are. Sure. So, uh, yeah, yeah, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the note going in the worlds for MOE. Play them. They're really good. That's, but they're but they're but, not but they're not keeping your opponent from playing the game. There are support pieces. Now, yeah, did I attack with my tertiary, tertiary attackers, right? So Scarlet Witch keeps you from having powers. Yeah. We've said that multiple times. Yeah. I think what I was trying to say more along the lines is we've been dealing with Scarlet Witch for a long time. We need to start talking more about how we deal, sure, with Scarlet Witch with MOE. They don't necessarily the enable her. Like, that's Angler and a bunch of stuff. Like, how do we handle teams where it's like, okay, maybe I can handle the Sky Tyrant. Maybe I know how to handle the Scarlet Witch or the Prime Spidey. But that core of Mephisto and MOE is on every team. Like, the problem, how do you handle that? The problem is that's like saying, go attack the hooker on the hooker bomb before you attack the pulse waver. The problem okay. is, is that if you say go focus on the MOE chases and how to deal with them, how you deal with the MOE chases, you just fucking attack them. They're just normal yeah. ass pieces for the most part. You're like King Killmonger does his thing, but if you're not equipped, King Killmonger is a piece with 18 impervious. Yeah, they have six clicks. They have six clicks. Mephisto... Has his shape. Ch Mephisto's not even a good target to even go after because he's got shape change and senses and prob. So like mm -hmm. you don't want to go attack him in either way. That's like the last thing well, you, you want to attack. You need to eliminate the uh, you eliminate the shifters first. That way. That's right. So you do kill Mephisto, they can't bring him back. But guess what? By just shifting their pieces. Do not in typical. My typical advice would be: do not try to bypass killing or KOing the Prime Spider-Man, the Sky Tyrant. The Scarab, the Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, in lieu of attacking the 50-point switch-out piece. Right. A majority of the time, you're not able to get up to outside of Scarlet Witch, right? Because she drops a room. They're not bringing all the MOE pieces up no, there. To, let's to be clear. But, Scarlet Witch, Prime Spider-Man, um, Sky Tyrant, Sky Tyrant all, Carnage Surfer, they all get across the map right now. Sure. Nobody need uh, uh, Prime Spider-Man. Um, golly, what was it, Jason? We had looked at him. He gets across a sixteen by sixteen map almost on his lo lonesome. Oh, no. Almost on his lonesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. A four square TK is all you need for sure. Well, and I don't yeah, even. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to look at a regular map here. He starts in one, sidesteps to three, wall crawlers to seven, charges to. four. Five charges to twelve. Dar uh, giant reaches into fourteen. So a uh, prime spider with a necro sword gets to square fourteen. 
all on his own. So you don't even need a TK if you have two perplexes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, and Alex, I'm, I'm not trying to be too like crazy here, uh, like uh, Emmanuel said that we were going to be. Um, but MOE is just there. That's like saying, um, golly, like Fast Horses Jean Grey was a really good piece. Well, she just did the TK thing. Or like, go attack Venom Magneto. He's the free TK guy. The MOE stuff is just a support engine. And they're supporting like these just, crazy guys. And also... keeps the other pieces going constantly. Right. Going. And then the other thought was, uh, 300.8, you mentioned 300.8 APOC. 300.8 APOC's really good. I get that. One thing takes him out. Just make sure you have a ring bearer. Uh, stop sign. And you just attack him with your non-equipped pieces. Um, because you're yeah, I guess I should have I guess I should have switched that and said more of like the multiple APOC team, as opposed to full APOC. That's kind of what I was leaning more towards. I, when I said full point, my mind immediately said, "Yo, bro, the stop sign still exists," and, in, and I was like, "Yeah, I really meant like Robert Gallagher's type team, where it's just oh yeah, Robert's team like, is Robert's team is fantastic. Yeah, but not but to be clear." Robert's team is really great. Robert, I'm glad Robert has moved to Ohio from Florida. Or, from sorry, from California. It's been really great to play with Rob. Very inventive team builder. Um, Rob's team ran, boom, smack dab into mission points. Rob avoided Scarlet Witches. Um, Carnage Silver Surfers eat that team up as well. Um, so, like, Rob's team's really good. But stuff that's main that's staying post retirement is also still just really good against multiple multiple apocs. Okay. So, uh, so going forward, I know we had talked about this before. For King Killmonger. Are we no longer trying to roll with something not equipped? Yeah. Oh, if no, you have, if you have the flexibility to, not all teams have the flexibility. But yeah, definitely do that. Because that that's what I'm ultimately trying to boil down to is like we know, like you said, they're a well-oiled support machine. For the most part, outside of Prime Spider-Man, which we've talked about a lot, we know how most of these pieces they're throwing at us work. We know how Sky Tyrant works. We know how Garlic Witch works. We know how Saki works. Like we know they're running at us with a well-oiled machine. What we, what the listeners may not know going into Worlds, maybe they j just listen through us, is how to handle that with the massive support because it, they do add a layer of protection for some of these pieces that your your, your usual methods of handling Scarlet Witch or handling Backy, Sky Tyrant, whatever, may not work because of King Killmonger, because of the fact that these pieces just heal every turn and remove tokens every turn because they're swapping out and because of Mephisto. Those are the things I wanted to emphasize more because those are the things that they're going to see at Worlds. Is they're going to see the well-oiled machine and they'll say, hey, I know how to handle I got a plan for Switch, I got a plan for Sky Tyrant, but maybe they don't have a plan for this machine that just doesn't let up 
The women and sure, they're just the, the, they're just the support, but they can also turn into not the support. I get and that. If they're, I, I get they can they turn turn around and be the offensive weapon once their piece dies. Like a good team would be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, like I want to emphasize that more because that is the majority of the meta we saw at Nats was that weld old machine. Yeah, I so wanted I, to make sure we pointed that out. We do, I, and I'm and I appreciate pointing that out. But the well old machine is making things that are don't allow you to play the game even better. Um, so um, that that's my whole point is like don't be distracted by the. My, I think I appreciate your um, point there, Alex. But like my point is don't be distracted by the support engine when the other things are way more oppressive to you. Um, but yeah, I, I think we've reached the point where Prime Spider-Man, Scarlet Witch, all of that with MOE, um, your Sky Tyrant, your Scarabs, you know, the things that we've seen the past two and a half years are really good. Um, and now we've reached a tipping point to where mission points can win using stop sign, using other non-interactive functions to win on turn three without making an attack in a very consistent manner. Lucas has proven that at this point. Yeah, that seems bad. Oh yeah, he had the peacemaker thing too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was inevitable with Wizkids adding more and more mission points, like more pieces around it. It it isn't. It was inevitable that this was going to happen. And once again, kudos to Lucas for finding the one that fit the best. Mm-hmm. Like that takes a certain level of like I could definitely not even fathom coming up with that because it's just mind-boggling trying to take all these random pieces <laughs> to make work right to do mission points consistently enough to win with so yeah that's it's I awesome i mean yeah do we think it's going to survive i mean i think me personally i think it'll survive from like to worlds I, I don't think yeah. they'll make a change before that. I, here's the thing, but. right? Like, So we say all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't think anything's going to happen before Worlds. The gauntlet has been set. We get to see what happens at Canadian Nats. Um, I know we got a request to review the Mexican Nationals team. We've got some more episodes to do. We're going to try to have the Mexican Nationals winner on the show and talk about his team. Um, but the gauntlet's set. And guess what? It's the same gauntlet as been. For a while, Scarabs, Scarlet Witches. Now it's a Prime Spider-Man, and now it's Mission Points. I don't. Let me ask you guys. I don't think like there. It, 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 it is mission. It is Mission Points. How many th- people do you think could pull it off, like Lucas did? Um, I mean, obviously, we know Lucas is a very good player. There are also other very good players that could play it well. I I am thinking, like, just out of the box thinking, I think this is the best mission points are potentially going to do. Now that we have seen what it could do, 
people might start trying to counter it a little bit more. Not that there's easy counters, but um, maybe they'll change up some things for it. The problem is, is that there's three stop signs that come out. Turn one, if you, if he gets to choose map, you go to Morlock mm-hmm. Tunnel. There are things that there are tweaks that need to happen, and right. obviously, like Watcher being the big thing, um, that um, needs to ha- needs to retire. The post worlds, right? That may not make it survive, but there are other pieces that you can heal. Um, that Wolverine from X of Swords, you can heal. I think is it X of Swords, the the starter Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. So that requires a little bit more finesse to be able to do. Um, probably still able to get to get it done. Um, so yeah. You know, you know who uh, would make it stop? There's an old magical man that helped King Arthur with a sword. <laughs> so the thing is the thing is is I don't think that I don't think this um mission point team uses that many free actions. You did say three constructs. But they they just make those turn one. So for free actions? So three of them? Yeah, then they don't have to take that free action in again and they have a leadership on the team. Sure, but that's one turn that they only have one extra free action that to do stuff. That they're not using. They're usually power. They're, they're just usually the turn one is three actions, three frees. Sorry, three frees to make the stop signs, and then power action heal with Indigo one, and then three power action barriers. There's literally no free action okay. to use. Only unless you want to what, use. I, I mean, we we don't have to delve too deep into this. I'm just curious how many free actions are taken for this chain to work with like the healing and the knockbacks and all of that so i'm curious curious in my head we once again we don't have to go through it right now i get it so it's just a thought for me i don't think there's very many alex because i mean that's what i'm saying turn one is the most that they take to make the um to make the constructs uh then Mm -hmm. watcher has the shot gauntlets on him so you know, that's an eight-range power action force blast. Um, and then I think the biggest one, the biggest one is the perplexes. But that's typically after a carry. So that would be one free action from Ridman, one free action from Frogman, um, one free action from Darksuck, and then the free action sidestep from Frogman. So there's where your four would go that turn. And uh, forgive me for uh, not hearing this correctly. The the team, does he get a lot of mission points on his own without interacting with you? Or does he still have to interact with knockbacks? Um, so the healing thing can keep going. Right. right. So that can happen almost every turn. Mm-hmm. Um, from But from... it is limited, obviously. But it, it's still... It, you still have a finite amount of turns if you just try to sit in the back and not like let, let time run out. Like That's not going to work because he could still make mission points on his own. Um, right. There's but he does there's require go- some interaction. There's going to be the interaction being... So what I call interaction is... I Interaction with your opponent is I declare an attack. You get to roll your shape change, super senses, and there's two D6 rolls. 
I think, Jason, correct me if I'm wrong here, that's fundamentally the game of Heroclix. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so otherwise, the mission point team gets carried up, free action knocks you back, free action perplexes you down, perplexes you down, and then the next turn it's power action force blast, power action force blast, or whatever, then sidestep force blast. Um, so those things don't interact. I mean, you get a chance to attack it. There's no doubt. Right. I, I meant. I, I'm sorry. I meant like his for his pieces interacting with mine. Force blast is still an interaction. Like he's still doing something to my pieces. He's not chilling in a corner, building up mission points, and winning turn two. Right. Like how judgment was before it. <laughs> they fixed it. Right. With all the he the healing version of it only. This is still. He is able to utilize that, but emphasize more of, hey, he gets out of knockbacks to gain mission points faster. He still interacts as opposed to hiding, um, like some of the versions was before. That's that's more of the reason why this version won't necessarily be like eroded out of existence like the healing one was, because for it to work fast, like to be done in like so few turns, he has to come out. And start knocking people back. Well, though, to be clear, though, I mean, he can do that, right? But if you can't bust through the stop sign with the big terrain pieces, mm -hmm. right, then he's just going to watch her knock you back. Sure. That doesn't require an interaction. Okay. I mean, he can do that from 8 to 11 squares away. So knocking me back though is an interaction. He is interacting with yeah. my pieces. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I get what you're saying. There's no rollouts. Like, there's nothing I can do to stop it. Well, there are, but there's nothing I could do to stop it. But he's still interacting with me. He's still doing that, something to my pieces. That's a. Uh, you know what? Here's so that is. I'm glad you put it that way, Alex. Mm -hmm. Because. So here's the thing, and this is going to be a little bit of a laugh, and y'all are going to moan and groan. I get it. I'm already prepped for that. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Thanos interacted more with your pieces than this team does. I mean, Thanos took... I, I would say it's about equal. I mean, I guess he has to roll an attack. I guess that's what you're trying to say. He has to roll an attack. Uh, he has to... He can't win by just sitting in the corner. Um, has to make attack rolls. Um, has to get within range of your pieces. Has to get closer. Yeah. I mean, that's what he has to do to knock people back, but yeah. Yeah, but so, like, same thing. To knock people back is way is less of an interaction than Thanos blasting through everything or mind-controlling through everything. Sure. So... Are we just gonna be okay? Are we just gonna be okay with that? Oh my goodness! Why does everything have to come back to Thanos being nerfed? Because they did they nerfed him, but they don't take care of all these non other interactive things. But my point of all this is, we're going into worlds mm -hmm. with these non interactive game elements, mm. and you keep saying non interactive. Less, it is interactive. Less interactive than Thanos. Okay. And I feel like we need a chart. 
Yeah. Is it more interactive or less interactive than Thanos? Mission Point Team is less interactive than Thanos. I haven't seen the Mission Point Team you're playing so I'm I, sure I mean, Dial H, Dial H for Hero Clicks has the two matches up. You're, I know. You're welcome I know, to watch I know. it. Yeah, all your all this talk is just solidifying the fact that now Frogman's going on my sideline. That's yeah, I get that. So like Frogman's Rob, a direct counter. Like Rob's team, right? Like you were talking about all these multiple apocs. Rob's team is really great. Guess what? Rob didn't make a single attack against Lucas's team. Sure, because mm. his team is more of he wants you to attack them. Like, he wants you to attack him. Well, yeah. Like, he, he can make some... Like, sure, his team is built with Lucas's team being a hard counter. He just... There wasn't an anticipation that Lucas's team would exist and work as well as it did. Right, but, I mean, like... There's Rob's, nothing Rob's, wrong with team... Rob's team... There's nothing wrong with that, though. Rob's team can put out a ton of attacks. Like, Rob's team just doesn't sit there and say, well, are you going to swing at me? No, it goes in, like... Uh, phase attack, phase attack, phase attack, charge flurries, um, sure, all this other stuff, right? It's making attacks. Like, sure, sure, it's super defensive, but like mission points. Rob didn't make it get to make an attack. He moved up. He pressed the full map as far as he could go, and couldn't get there fast enough before twenty mission points were acquired. But there's nothing. Uh, sure, I mean, I get it. But he also didn't build the team with this being a possibility. Now, if he was thinking of it forward, and now that we all know that this could have been a possibility, we probably all will build our teams differently. There's nothing wrong with it being like his team was hard countered. Like, hard counters exist. Like, your team is just not as, like... That's why you have to build your team to, to handle everything. No one was expecting this type of mission point. We, we thought the coast was clear because Judgment got nerfed. And we're like, okay, we're okay. That one, two turn win is out the window. We're okay now. And then Lucas comes in. Except, and shows I would, I would, that. No, I would normally agree with you there, but Lucas, um, you know, also hosts a podcast that the competitive Heroplex player would probably listen to with a lot more cussing than ours. Um, and uh, any good follower of competitive hero click should be following hcunits.net and would see that Lucas played this team to very good success at some state up north yonder. Um, so it was not a total sure. surprise. So Sure. But at the same time, it's like sometimes you bet against what you're going to see Right? Like, we've had these conversations all the time about, like, oh, my team gets countered by this. What is the likelihood of us seeing that piece? Or do I have to change my team to accommodate that piece? Lucas succeeding with this, no, a lot of people probably didn't think, well, now there's going to be a lot of mission point people that come in with Lucas to Nationals. Like, well, so, we weren't talking about it. So you so. asked about, like, how much... How, so, I think to answer the question, how much do we think we'll see mission point teams at, mm -hmm. at Worlds? Guess what, Lucas? Yeah, get what, guess what, Lucas also cracked? He cracked the cheap code. Not the cheat. C H E A P. This team is less than 500 bucks. Okay. 
So your regular player can probably play it pretty well. It's a pretty straightforward build. You don't have to make attack rolls usually. They can probably watch the two videos from Nationals, understand the downsides of losing initiative and not going to Morlock Tunnels and that sort of thing. But it's also a super accessible team. Like the hardest piece to get on there is the Riddler because it's a legacy piece. I mean, Batman's 150 bucks plus the Green Lantern. Frogman's a... Was he an uncommon? Was he a rare? He was a rare. Um, He's a rare. From a newer set, from a Silver Age legal set. Um, and then the Watcher's in a starter. The Indigo's a cheap super rare. Dark Side's a super cheap super rare. Um, the Sinestro Core. All that stuff is super... This team's super accessible to get. Yeah, I don't know if I would advise people to do that, but yes. I'm not saying that I would advise people to play it. I'm saying Lucas cracked the cheap code on the meta. Sure. Oh, and yeah. people will now be able to play this team to good success because it opens up a whole new world of competitive play as far as dollar figures go. You look at all these other teams, the next cheapest team on there was probably Calder's Captain America team in the top 16. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know uh, what the I don't know what the market is on maggots currently. Yeah, I mean 30, Ali- 35 bucks. I mean Alyssa so, yeah. Alyssa I mean Alyssa LTVH and Calder cracked the code on cheap meta. Her, yeah, her her team might be technically the cheapest because well, she does have I, destroyer I, I, on there, so it's like uh, 175 on the sideline. Uh, chips like 50 now. Lockjaw's still around 50. Uh, it's uh, about the same. He's like he's about 40. I'm looking at the prices. Sorry. Yeah, um, he's about the same. I want to say it's pretty dang close. Yeah, because uh, Maggot's fallen. He's about like forty, maybe. Right. That's like um, over thirty something dollars. Yeah. Last like, week. Like yeah, the chip is not fifty bucks. Yeah, same with Lockjaw's fallen a little bit. Destroyer's still one twenty-ish. Yeah. Um, the point is crappy, that between, I don't know, but yeah, you're you're right. Between I mean, Alyssa, Lucas, and Calder's team, right? They they crack the cheapness on the meta. They, they crack the cheat code. So. Sure. I think I, I think the whole point of all this whole thing was that don't worry about trying to beat MOE. Just have somebody that's unequipped. You can beat the MOE chases. Wor- worry about beating the other stuff. Mission points are at a tipping point now um, where they can win without interacting uh, with the definition of interacting being attack rolls. Uh, and they are one of the cheapest teams in the meta currently. Because you then you make a jump, and probably the cheapest team after that was Rob Gallagher's uh, four apocalypse, five apocalypse team with a Genesis and a Wonder Woman. Crazy to say, isn't yeah, five apocalypses, <laughs> Genesis, Wonder Woman, Absorbing Man. <coughs> uh, the tarot cards may have been worth quite a bit, uh, but Rob's team's probably 
twelve, thirteen hundred dollars, depending on your sword, your sword layout. So, you know, I would say it's a half and half here. It's a half call to action. Like, whiz kids, you you should have done something with retirement before this world's. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a disaster. I, sorry, it's not gonna be a disaster. I take that back. We're going to have a really great time at Worlds. There's going to emerge a world champion who's worked really hard to make it through the field. But there are probably just too many game elements right now for a healthy meta. Um, but I, I will say, afterwards, though, I think the timing of this makes so much oh, but more sense, right? It, like, it, rotation it, it, happening it after Worlds is the best. It does, but guess what? We don't have any events, like you said, so it doesn't really matter. Afterwards. Well, no, I, I mean, like, going into next year, like, next year's Worlds, like, if we kept having everything in July, we would be dealing with, oh, we've got two months to, to solve the meta to go into it. Yeah. Like, I, I think long-term just makes sense. We just have to go through this I, I stupid don't, period. I don't want the meta solved going into Worlds. That's where, well, you, that's where you see inventive players come out and build cool teams and win. Or they try surprise teams and win, and be like "gotcha" type things. There's like that. It, that didn't happen last year. Well, I mean, does that change anything like going into this year because of how? I don't want to say how stale the meta was last year, but like, did, no one had a great feeling in Worlds last year, right? Because of I, all the Apox and Scarabs. My my feeling is worse this year. Well, right. Is I, it worse because we also had last year? So it's like we haven't had, had a good. Me- last year, just I had a great feeling. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I did too, Jason. Like I had a great feeling at Worlds last year, but like it was <laughs> it was overall not a great feeling because the meta was fairly narrow last year, and it's that same narrowness but with extra efficiency added on top of to it. So, that's that's my thought for this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm they're, still they're, they're debating. Still, they're still APOC. It's just a small one, not a big one. You know, and all the same power erasers. Power erasers are just not fun. Look, uh, you can call it a needed, necessary evil if you want, Alex. Mm-hmm. It is not fun for my opponent. It's fun for you to play, though. I mean, you are playing the power race. I, yeah, I, I play it because I have to. Like, I I would like you to play because get... it's fun because it's very very strong. I, I I would say it's not. It, fun is such a relative term. It was not my version of fun meta. No. Like I would say a shout out to Brody, Stockhouse, but like when I ruined his. 100 point Kang fella or how many ever points he is and then just clapped him off of the earth with a charge flurry that was not fun for him he, sure. uh, he was like I'm going to replace a die on the super senses and I was like dude you don't have super senses he's like oh okay it's, yeah it's, it's the same thing for people that are getting clapped by prime spidey it's and Sky Tyrant with their Necro Swords coming up. Like, it's very similar. Yeah, wouldn't it be great if we didn't have a Necro Sword? Like, 
This stuff yeah. should be gone. Yeah, then Carnage Silver Surfer will just be unkillable. And... Good game. That that feels like an over exaggeration. Like you're you're saying Carnage uh, Silver Surfer, but like mm-hmm. also like you get spider senses, right? That's a really big thing. Sure. Uh, it it is what it is at that point. Like the fact that shape change and super senses exist does not make those are standard powers. Like Prime Spider right. uh, like Carnage Silver Surfer and Prime Spider Man are not unkillable because of spider senses and shape change. Highly annoying, but not unkillable. Right, you get to at least try. But then add on King Killmonger, so you've got two four through six rollouts and a five through six rollout. Like, there's a reason, very specific reason, why in the past, like, three months, the all-black is suddenly incredible. Well, it's been since we could assign equipment, essentially. And now you can pick up heavies and you don't have to have super strength. But now... An equipment that hadn't been used that much. There were obviously some cases with Sky Tyrant. Now it's like a necessity on every team because super senses, super super senses, and shape change are everywhere. So now once those are gone, the all black, I am concerned because it isn't like those super sense, super super senses and shape change are leaving with it. And we have this new, you know, you've got impervious and you got normal stuff. All that stuff's still going to exist. And we're ju- it's just going to be, okay, they, who has they precision should. strike? They should. Like, we say, like, these, like, over the years, right, like, um, I don't know, Jason, there was, a, there was a really good Superman at one point that had impervious and a 16 defense. And it was like, <laughs> right? It was like, well, you're going to be able to hit <laughs> Superman. Hearing that, hearing that he was really good, 16 right. defense. But that's the point, right? Like, standard powers should be able to be usable. Right? Yeah, like, they and, and I feel like, Alex, did you, did we body swap at some point today? I mean, I Battle mean, Fury and Precision Strike do exist. Yeah, did we, did we body swap at some point? Am I advocating for just playing the game with standard powers all of a sudden? Yeah. And then you're like, no, fucking get um, rid of those powers. Scarlet Room, those son of a bitches. It's because the powers are being handed out like candy on incredibly good pieces already, and that's where I I just have general concern. That's all. Alex, perfect. If they get rid of Scarlet Witch and all that, that's fine. I am just concerned that we are thinking, yeah, once all these are gone, the meta is great, and then we're gonna find that we're still in the same shit that we're in. It's just a different flavor. It's just smells a little different. It's I'd like much we rather went be to Taco Bell tonight. I'd much rather be able to roll my powers. <laughs> Alex, here's your new... I'm oh, sorry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Clickstaff today. Uh, joining me today is Alex, fuck your standard powers, Coos. Man, why did, why did Thanos get nerfed, man? He was perfectly fine. Let me continue this. I'm Daniel Powell, the diatribe that I'm doing. Right. I feel like I've walked into the twilight. Yeah, right. This yeah. is all a dream, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> this is a... all no, a... my, dr- my dream is to play Hero Clicks where somebody's not playing a piece that stops my pieces from doing what's on its dial. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna play. You know what? I'm just gonna play Merlin the rest of the way. Just you know to what? Say, you Guess know what? what? No, no. Here's the thing. Did, when what set did he come out in? X of Swords. He's oh, gonna be fine, he, baby. Yeah. There you I go. Guess to deal with the whole Christmas team. Well, now Moira will be gone. So Moira will be gone. Yeah. Right, Jason. Yeah. It's great. Moira's gone. Play Merlin. He's uh, fine. Next, set, next weapon, next set. Legacy Moira. So oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. You know, we've been talking about all this. I, I wanted to briefly mention that I played Dice Masters Worlds on Saturday. And yeah. I didn't do great, but I got the first ever alternate win condition with Black Panther. So just wanted to say Dice Masters is fun. And I feel bad that it's kind of being neglected a bit. Right. But, oh, so you're the, you're the mission point player in Dice Masters. Right? Essentially, at this point, yeah. I, just, I didn't. Well, right now, Master Mold is basically just the Scarlet Witch of Dice Masters. Uh, it's just played everywhere. And I was going to ask that because I saw it on a bunch of those teams. Yeah, it's incredibly impressive. It just pops out so many bystanders that does five damage. It's crazy. So I went. I is heard the, there was an is, alternative win condition. Is the Master Mold in Dice Masters more powerful than the one in Hero Clicks? 100 percent that's funny. i'm talking to some of the dice masters they're like is there a master mold in hero because i'm like it's not nearly as good as the one you're playing like not nearly that's funny. but they do have a power eraser called typhoid mary who erases the text on a card and is necessary to stop master mold so maybe that's where some of this you know vitriol talk is coming from for me where it's like mm. she is absolutely necessary same with like a pacifist drax dice master that says you can't bring that card out right like it's a necessary evil because certain things are just too overpowered but but right yeah so i would say this so let's get to some questions tonight yeah um, so emmanuel you were right he said uh he asked in our patron chat any plans on a podcast speculating in what to expect at worlds i'm looking forward to it to being a free-for-all not only was this past segment a free-for-all um alex apparently uh, body swap with me there for a few moments. So sure, I was channeling um, myself and Tyler. Like I was trying to just. Well, you were channeling Tyler, I guess. But the world is going to be an awful, not fun thing, probably. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm. I'm really oh, debating if I'm playing singles. Like, yeah. Like here's what, you know what I'm going to play at Worlds during, during for, for singles battle royal. That's what I'm going to do. Jason, no, no. Here's what you, you know what you should play. What's that? Yeah, are you ready? Three. What is it? You should play three Legacy Apocalypses. I hear they're still pretty good. <laughs> well, you know what? I'd, I'd play I don't know if they, nobody's played them since I played them, so I don't know if they are. I mean, Jason, <laughs> just you had so much fun playing it, like, <clears throat> and you know how to keep bystanders back. The fuck they gonna do? The fuck people gonna do against well, three Apoc still? Score 15 points, hopefully, and hope they don't get blasted yeah. from eight squares away yeah. by... Uh, by uh, old big Apoc blasting they're, the shit out of them for four to five damage. They're going to play a uh, Secret Six Team of Scarab with my Mastermind, or you just probably wait for the powers. So that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that is uh, probably um, probably accurate. Pretty um, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or they're going to set behind a wall before you can get to them and uh, accumulate and mission, play mission points. points. Right, that's right. Yeah. So, you know what though the. Um, but you know what, Apoc had to go though. But you know what, here's that's the thing, Jason. It's perfect versus mission points. Because okay. you go outdoors, you don't make mm -hmm. pogs. Yeah. They ain't knocking back Apoc, baby. 
No, they're not. <laughs> you just move up eight squares out. You just start to blast, and Frogman can bounce his. Uh, frogs are lizards, right? They're amphibians. Frogman can bounce his. Yeah, they're not lizards. Frogman. Reptiles. Uh, sure. They're amphibians. Uh, really? Whatever. Whatever. Okay. The, the, whatever the fuck Frogman is, he can bounce his happy ass off of Colossal Apoc all the day. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. Just peep you in. All right. So uh, let's just answer some questions here. Go through that. We've oh, been... yeah. We play Five Captain America. You can't knock shit back either. Yeah, you can play. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I... you could just you, you yeah. could just do your own Frogman. Right. And he just you says, be "Yeah, so Prime Captain, you have to be Jason." Yeah, I thought yeah. about Prime Cap too, and then I saw Frogman. It was fifteen points cheaper. Right. Yeah. All right. So, Jason Phillip, what are some ideas around combating Prime Spider-Man besides the All Black, as well as the Rune? Um, that Mystic's damage. Mystic's damage. Yeah. Rob's team is really good versus Prime Spider-Man. The uh, the multiple Grand Prize Apocalypses. Or uh, just hit him first. Like. Oh no! That's also a counter. I, but Alex, you'll have a standard powers or two. I don't know if that'll be enough. Splash Splash what Splash what standard powers is he having? Uh, super super senses infer. Yeah, Cyblast oh, yeah, card. You, you hit him first with your own Prime Spidey that has the Necro Sword. Is what I was trying to say. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because uh, that's ultimately what happens. Or so, a Sky Tyrant. The other thing here is, do you think Merlin will make it into top four at Worlds if Rob Olger attends Worlds? Yes. Uh, just look up Rob Olger's results from um, the Kilted Classic in Michigan States. Um, last question from the fishbowl. Will Sam be doing another show soon? Let's sure hope so. Because um, y'all might be tired of us yelling at each other already. Uh, <laughs> Apparently they are. Like. <laughs> they, they, I tell you what, Sam got a lot of great feedback at Nats uh, about doing a show. So uh, I've been telling her that. So, um, Mark, for players on a... Oh, yeah. Well, we, and Marcus, we answered your question. What are some teams they should consider playing? Um, mission points. Animals. Animals. Yep. Yep. Um, any of the, are any of the new con LEDs on your radar as potentially playable for worlds? Um, Space Ghost? And um, there might be a team with, and I'm sorry guys, I'm answering the questions here, but um, mm-hmm. but we're all thinking Space Ghost. Um, I like Wonder Woman. Yeah, and I was going to say the Wonder Woman, um, but the Wonder Woman with handing out free equipment and then being swapped out on an X-Men team. So some sort of hybrid Amazon, X-Men, warrior conglomeration with Death Metal Wonder Woman. That that might be the that might be the sleeper team. Um so, Jason, did you buy a Batman or a Hawkeye? And a Hawkeye? I did not. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. either. So, because this is Alex Musser out of all the con exclusives for 2023. Which ones are you looking forward to, looking out for moving forward? Uh, those two, and then Cap, Pegasus Cap at Worlds. Cap on Pegasus. Yeah. yeah. And he won't yeah. be legal for. No, um, but I want to get him. Like, I'm looking forward to, I mean, getting him. Like, he's going to be good. Uh, and then Eric Adams question. Um, so all the Toji souls that I didn't tell Jason in the ride home, um, I handed out during the episode this time. 
So, Prime Spider-Man. Really freaking good. Uh, we didn't even talk about how great Alex Mater's team was, because it's just an efficient Prime Spider-Man delivery service. Just... Yeah. Just know what we... Go back to what we talked about with Prime Spider-Man. Sidestep, wall crawler, charge, giant reach. And just imagine that with a Venom Magneto and an MOE support system. And a Carnage Silver Surfer. That too. He had, he had a Carnage Surfer. He yeah. did have a Carnage Surfer, but that's like... But, but on a Prime Spider-Man team, Carnage Silver Surfer is like a tertiary attacker. Like Prime no. Prime no. Prime Spider-Man is going in. To be clear, y'all, Prime Spider-Man goes in and does twelve. Uh, sorry, eight to. Um, uh, sorry, twelve to fourteen damage on his opener, with a Necro right. Sword. Yeah. So what? So what so whatever's whatever's left after taking sixteen damage, uh, fourteen damage to the face. Um. <laughs> Well, Carnage Silver Surfer just so happens to be a really good, efficient cleanup piece. Uh, but he's also not a cleanup, just a cleanup piece, because he would have just healed f three times, right? Right, because Symbiote... No, no, Spider-Man doesn't have Symbiote. He doesn't do yeah, he does. That. He does. Does he, he does. have Symbiote? Yeah, he has, he has yes. Symbiote, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, that's the thing. Yes, and you're right. The thing is, you're going to probably exhaust a lot of your resources, what's left, to take out that prime Spidey, and then you're gonna be like, "Yes, I took it out." And then there's Big Boy Connor Silver Surfer at top click, who's like, "Yo, you forgot about me, because you were working at, worrying about my homeboy Petey over here." I'm at top dial. I'm I'm ready to oh, to come at you. It's it's monsters the keyword he doesn't have, and I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, and yeah. and to be clear, Black Skull also has Symbiote. Um, yeah, Alex yeah. Alex started with him. Um, I get that. But still, yeah. Carnage Silver Surfer at full dial still struggles on a 24-square map. Prime Spider-Man does not. Right, I'm saying it's the tandem. It's it's definitely a big one and then a good two. It's not like, oh, he's left with just MOE pieces and, and Saki who could be handled. It's like, okay, there's still a big... Yeah, You have to know how to handle Prime Spidey and Carnage Silver Surfer. Like you have to be able to handle both of them. Necro swords all day. Um, mm -hmm. All right, next question. Uh, Wesley Robinson, what do you think about the negative comments about the winner of the Silver Age event having a mostly modern team? You know what's funny is that that guy in the picture did not look like Wesley Robinson. Um, um, that's a funny joke because it was... Um, oh, man, I forgot his name. The guy I just traded with that was in the United States. Um, this is actually somebody else. Um, probably just using Wesley's credentials for the day, which is fine. But um, um, the problem is, is that modern age pieces are also silver age pieces. So, congratulations yeah. to the winner. Negative comments happen. People are people are just goofy. Hey, if rotation happens like we were talking about, then hey, good news. There will be a lot of silver age coming up with only silver age pieces. You think Scarlet Witch and Saki are just not going to be played in Silver Age? Right. And that was my other point with Brian is, you know, please think about Scarlet Witch. Please think about Agatha. Uh, please think about 
Well, they did think about scarabs. Scarabs banned in silver, but doesn't get touched in modern. That's uh, that's a funny one. Um, like, guess what? If he's really good in silver, that you have to ban him. He's probably good enough to think about in modern. Uh, but I was like, please think about Silver Age. Please think about the Heroclix Huntington event um, when doing something with Scarlet Witch. Um, so, the negative comments, whatever. Don't worry about it. Um, are there any Iconics or Con LEs that have meta potential? Uh, and then we did we did provide our predictions for modern rotation. Um, Iconics? Uh, Thanos Snap, right? Mm, I don't know. I don't say Bane. Yeah, Bane. Um, Bane, Nightfall. <clears throat> I'm in a group chat with some of the some guys, uh, one of the play groups in Atlanta, and um, they had a big battle royal, and uh, two of the guys played uh, Thanos. So can you imagine playing in a constructed BR with Thanos with like four people, and like he snaps and like destroys like all of their teams. Um, <laughs> That's just funny to me. Um, and then Giordano. Um, hey, Giordano sponsored the booze for the trip. Thank you. Thank you. The grappa was good. Uh, and the tequila did not make it home. It was all drank up by the team. Um, and then the Coors Banquet is still in my fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nick Brammer what are your opinions on time limits per turn <laughs> I don't know um, but here's a funny one do you think people should be familiar with how their team works before showing up yeah <laughs> yes no I, I don't I don't agree to that I play shit I ain't ever played before how when I show up to something so, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I think they should though <laughs> they should be familiar I mean you've at least read your cards yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, this question from Alex Truel. It sounds like Alex was there, and I may not have remembered meeting Alex. I'm going to look at his picture here on Facebook real quick. Because, um, I, Alex, I apologize if I don't remember. I, I want to look at your profile so I remember what you look like. Uh, by the way, thanks, everybody, for coming up, talking to us about the show. Uh, it was great to meet all of y'all. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for all of the... Um, feedback on our shows and uh, content and yes I do remember meeting you Alex yes it was great to meet you um, or at least see you again some folks I don't remember I mean there was I probably met oh, golly a, a dozen new people um, that said they liked the show and stuff and um, just wearing the shirt around Gen Con I got a couple of Hayes Listen to the show, love it, and thank y'all. I we do not we would not be able to do this without y'all support. Um, but he said Starter Mysterio. I don't know if I saw this his Starter Mysterio team. I assume that he played I, it. I pl- I think I played against Alex. Yeah, um, I did in in Pulp. That's the Mysterio that smoke clouds for free, and then if you miss an attack while you're in that smoke cloud, you take one unavoidable. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I I ultimately won that one, but it was a very difficult, very very difficult matchup. Mysterio, outside, I just basically just kept moving out of the smoke cloud and just 
like had to choose to break away a lot of the times. Uh, he needed a little bit more damage on the team, but Mysterio was a surprise. Uh, like I, I went to attack and I was like, I can't, I just can't because I'm gonna miss more likely than not. So because he was also playing it with Sinister, right? Um, oh, smart. Yeah. So you. Yeah, I'll yeah, say that that goes together hand in hand real good. Yeah. Um. So it, it was a really cool concept. So very, you're very saying cool. your output of pulse wave helped? I yeah, I kind of separated the group a bit and isolated Sinister. He he was also playing some other unusual pieces that I I wasn't anticipating. Um. So he unfortunately wasn't really able to get the tr- I think his intent going, like the train going, of you know locking you up, forcing you to stay because he had some plasticity pieces. And it's just I was able to just get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's it was a cool, very cool concept, and I think he's probably right about Mysterio. Forty points for that's not bad if you team it up with Sinister. So it was definitely unusual, and I I, I liked it. It was very creative for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Franklin chooses Force Blast Pulse Wave Prob. Um. But then dies the next turn because he just gets demolished. That's probably true. Um, Martin Norton says, will Merlin start to see an increase in play? Alex certainly hopes so. I think Merlin, someone has to find a way for Merlin to work on a team that actually has offensive capabilities. Yeah. The current Merlin is mostly on like the sinister teams. And it's like... You're really buying all into you're shutting your opponent down, but you're giving up. You're you're relying on just like what Sarkia and Iron Man, and be like, that's kind of my, that's my damage, and that works in some instances. Yeah. If someone can make them the Merlin team that works with, here's Merlin shutting you down, but I also have enough firepower to score more points than you. I think that's when Merlin will be better. I don't know if we're there yet. Right. I think it could be, but we'll see. Um. So are you? So I think the other point here is: uh, Are you considering team builds that include Scott Porter in your rules team? Um, I think here's the thing, folks. We don't know whether or not Merlin or uh, Scott Porter is going to come out in time for Worlds at this point. We should have already had the pre-order for the other one, and we don't. So, I would say probably not. Don't plan on him being legal. Yeah, I think last news we heard was that he was going to be shipped in September. Mm -hmm. And if he's shipped in September, he shouldn't be legal. Well, he said he'll be... So, I went and watched the Scott Porter live stream of it and it says that he'll be legal 10 days after he releases is what Scott said in, in his live stream so if he's not that's a different thing but um, I, I will it's a release day well you I don't even know right so I will say this I will say this say what you want about the list of modern age legal releases I know that's unofficial modern age events right um, people still look at the list, though. He is currently legal on the list. 
Both, both Scots are listed on the list as is. Really? Um, yes. They have been unusually hyper-aggressive of what they put on there. The whole Batman iconics with Bane has been legal for a long time. Because they, hmm. I don't know if whoever does this bases it off of the original release date. But right now, Scott Porter's 1, 2 are both legal per this list. But remember, this list is for unofficial modern age events. Right. So, you know, worlds? If you don't get that, why do we have a why do we have a legal list for unofficial events? You know, I did <clears throat> I did get to talk to Chris about that a little bit at Nationals and um, he said that it's it is the list. So um, they just need to, I, I, I talked to him about his wording and he said that he basically just told me that I was interpreting it incorrectly. Um, not to yeah, so, to, to, so just, to, right to, now, to just paraphrase what Chris told me at Nationals. So so as of right now, September, we can be looking at a potential like madhouse if like shipping somehow goes a little. I doubt weird. it. I, I so to be clear, I, I doubt it. Yeah, it's unlikely. It's but. unlikely. So yeah, Scott Porter, like I, I fit him into all of my bills at this point. Um, yeah. I, I mean, he's just, like, I don't have to even think about him putting him into the Scarlet Witch build because he probably just takes over KCGL or, um, you know, he goes on to a theme build. Um, he very much, uh, he probably, if anything, would make me go towards um, Ken's build and make it a full-themed mystical build um, to get rid of Star Sapphire. Yeah, so you might want to pick up. You probably want to pick up uh, if you don't already have a set of indigo, right? Indigo would be the go-to with him if you're thinking about because he has yeah. all keywords, right? Yeah, the not the not the first one, not yeah. the O2. It's the O1 that right. does, and we're getting the O2, right? Yeah. Um, that one you you could still choose a keyword if you really need to and, and give them that, but yeah. All right, uh, next question. So we don't know yet, Martin. I just doubt he'll be legal for Worlds, is my sense at this point. Um, Adam Mesojewski, will Prime Spider-Man be unstoppable after rotation? No. He'll have to deal with shape change and super senses. Yeah, he, him he himself will be harder to take out, but he also will not be taking things out as easily. Unless we get some sort of... Equipment that gives us precision strike or something, right? But yep. Um. All right. So next question, uh, Peter Marshfield. Uh, I think we talked quite a bit about that. Um, Silver Age question from him. When you have ten points left on your bill, what do you think is the best way to spend those points? Golly, there's so many options. There's just too many options, Peter. To be honest with you. Yeah. At uh, ten points in Silver Age, that's that's a lot because you got location bonuses. Because don't forget, there's a lot of good location bonuses out there mm -hmm. that are even better now. Um, so, yeah, I mean that that it really depends on what you're missing on your team, like support wise. If you're missing some support powers and sure Dark Bolts, sure, some of the gems, but more likely than not, you're already assigning all your people figures mm -hmm. equipment. So the harder question is, is if you got ten points left and everyone's equipped, 
what do you do? Do you go with a 10-point piece like Carnage, or do you go with a location bonus? Like that's Those yeah. are the decisions that I struggle with sometimes when I'm looking at Silver Age. Yep, I agree with you. Um, Jimmy Williams is Venom God worth the money. Um, no. He is cool looking. He is I, cool. I, I, He's I, badass. Cool as hell. Yeah. yeah, I popped him out of the box because I, I wanted to verify everything was good with him, and he he looks great. Like a, he at least you're not getting like a wonky sculpt or something. So yeah, yeah. I would say there's still a little bit of obviously hype on his price, and because he's a a, a winnable. But this kind of goes back to Adams stating, "Will Prime Spider-Man be unstoppable?" Well, right now he's Venom got a symbiote isn't great because of all those reasons because of the Necro Sword, uh, because like. He just loses all that access to good powers. But once that goes away, uh, I mean, I think he's very playable, like, from a meta standpoint, after rotation happens. Yep. So. I agree. So is he worth the price now? Uh, he's a little too pricey now. Right. But you definitely want to have one. That's right. Uh, and then Jeff Dumas asked, is Tyler alive? Uh, Tyler is currently on hiatus. And last we know, last on Chipotle. Say that again, Jason. We assume he hasn't overdosed on Chipotle. True. Can't. Um, can't. The last that we know is he's alive. So. Yeah. Indeed. Um, and that's it. Final thoughts, Alex. Um. Justice for Dice Masters. Final thoughts, Jason. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything. Uh, I'm blank. I'm all justice for dice master. Are, yeah. are you are you currently in a rune? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's what it is. Gotcha. We're thinking about Lorcana next week, so yeah, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, I mean, we had a really good episode here. Wanted to record a little bit earlier in the week, but life happens. So um, appreciate seeing y'all at Gen Con. Expect us to record some more. Um, <clears throat> plan on talking about some more pulp stuff. We do need to finish our pulp tier maker. <clears throat> I do enjoy talking about pulp. Um, just pulse wave. Probably focus on the pulse wave. Um, but yeah, we do plan on recording some more before Worlds. <clears throat> Thanks everybody for listening to Clicks Off today. We'll talk to y'all next time. Later. See ya.